Hello all you night owls, it's midnight here, and everyone's settling in for the night, which means it's time for us to curl up, put in a good movie, and let the Midnight Film Forum take you for a ride. for the Midnight Film Forum to commence. I am your host, Dalton Ryder. And I'm your co-host, Chris Ryder. And I will not be talking like this anymore. <laughs> so let's, let's just get right into it. <laughs> let's like, fucking get right into it. How's it going, man? Oh, you know, Don, it's fine. <laughs> the fire's crackling. We're feeling good. There's a nice breeze in the air. It's dark. I can't see. I can't, I can't see you at all. Help me. You're right in front of me. You may as well not be. nice. <laughs> it's cold as fuck in this room. <laughs> it's cold as fuck. There is no fire. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Where are we, actually? <laughs> We're in the... Because I, I know... We, so we got into the... The ice we, cr- no, we took a Winnebago. We could get free. I, we could get free ice cream. That was your idea. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was your idea. Oh uh, no, that Which, was like what the fuck. That was a very nice. That uh, was a fifty-eight-year-old looking man who said we could have free ice cream. You just get into this truck and just let me drive you somewhere. Oh, right, 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 right. And that was like, right, right, right. that was like, yeah, dude. There's literally no. Downside. Yeah, there's no downside. Like, you know, see, uh, I'm a businessman. <laughs> I look at the pros and the cons. Yeah. Cons, zero. See, because the pro, we we meet a new friend. <laughs> we get free oh, ice we cream. We get free ice cream. <laughs> we go somewhere. <laughs> place redacted. <laughs> you know, who knows where the fuck we are right now. I'm going to guess. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Finger to the wind, I would say <laughs> maybe Arizona. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like Arizona. Who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Midnight Film Forum, guys. Uh, today we are fucking here. We're outside. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't even know. I'm if not going to set it up more than that. That's all you're getting. Uh, so we're out here. Fire's blazing, and we're here to talk about one thing. And that is movies, films. And tonight, we're talking about one film in particular, and that is Robert Rodriguez's 1998 classic, The Faculty. I don't recognize the surface tissue at all. Casey, I don't want to blow smoke at your butt here, but I think you found a new species. Yeah, right. Hey, it could happen. New species are discovered every day. So cynical. Could it be nathostimulator? Nah. They escaped detection until the mid-20th century. You just know everything. I'm a contradiction. Check the mesodermic follicles on its underbelly. What does that mean? It means 
We gotta call the university, let them take a look. Maybe even get in on some of that federal grant money. Our secret. Yes. Um, just to give a little rundown, let me get this thing I wrote. Of course, my phone would do that. It's classic, classic, classic phone. phone. Classic phone. Classic phone. I told him. I, I said, I don't fuck with me tonight. <laughs> yeah, man, he said, Tonight's important. It's the first episode. And he said... Uh, it was a bunch of I, ones and zeros. <laughs> yeah, I was going to do that. I'm just going to do it. Okay. So in this hilarious and thrilling time capsule of a film written by Kevin Williamson of Scream fame and directed by Robert Rodriguez, director of uh, uh, <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn, a high school in Ohio is completely taken over by a hive mind alien species. And it's up to a group of outcasts, jocks, geeks, and prom queens to save the school and their town before it's too late. Oh my god! So, and, you know, we did this like a year or so late. Cause you know the the whole Ohio trend on TikTok. Only in Ohio, you know, <laughs> like, like only you know. I forgot that was a trend. Yeah, that was like you know, to the um, little B song "Swag Like Ohio." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, people yeah. were like, if they see anything, anything <laughs> like remotely weird. Yeah. Only in Ohio, bro. <laughs> Only in Ohio. Eating hot dogs. No, why, no why condiments. Eating a hot dog. <laughs> eating a hot dog, buddy. Eating a hot dog. Only in Ohio, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, first. Anyway. <laughs> hey, notebook. <laughs> it's not even a notebook. That there's a planner. God, dude. Don't fall apart. <laughs> hanging off. Um, so, uh, before we get into anything, your initial thoughts. Well, because when we watched it together, that was the first time I'd seen it. Yeah, the commentary track you guys are going to hear is was his first time viewing. I had seen it several times before, yes. and and but he decided to go in cold and yeah. watch it for the commentary. Yeah. No, good. I think that's a perfect cuz sometimes with with anything, movies or games or anything, you you want it's nice having someone that's either has seen it or has experienced it, but also it's fun to see someone's first reaction. So it's like, you know, you've seen it, I haven't seen it. Right. You know, so it's a perfect blend. So I was like, I'm going to go in blind. And, you know, and we talked about this before recording. Um, like, this was a, you know, we talked about, like, doing, not not necessarily bad mood, but, you know, like, just just weird. <coughs> we, hey. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying <laughs> to hold it in. <laughs> just, just weird movies, you know, just, and, well, well, the the initial idea for the podcast was bad movies, yeah, but like, then there was something about my rewatch of this movie that like it made me want this to be the first one. Yeah, and I can't in good conscience call this a yeah. bad movie. No. It's just a fun movie to watch. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a like I I think it's a good one. Like you don't want to start with like a. Uh, the room or yeah you know because like that sets the bar too high well because uh, with like the room like there's, there's some that are just like so fucking bad that we could just rail on them forever yeah. and then there's some that are just like the room that have been done to death yeah and so it's like what could we add to it that 
even matters. You know? Yeah, no one's ever. I've never seen anyone talk about the faculty. I've seen people talk about the faculty. Uh, I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast where somebody's talking. I mean, there's probably there, there's <laughs> like. I read something that there's like 1.2 billion podcasts in the world, so one of them has had to have talked about. I the don't know, no. I think we're the first. Yeah, we're <laughs> the first. I'm making a statement now. Take it to the bank. We're the first people to even utter the words "the faculty." Take it to the bank, deposit it. It's gold. <laughs> yeah, golden. I guarantee it. <laughs> You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee, I guarantee it. it. But don't say it like that. I guarantee. <laughs> Imagine if that guy actually sounded like that. Who? Yeah, the guy who. It was. I forgot what the brand is. Man, I don't know. It. I, I. Do you not know the? I've heard the phrase. I, I didn't know it was from it. It was like a, I don't remember what brand it was, but it was for like clothes. And every time the commercial with it, it's the. I think it was like <laughs> the founder of the company. <laughs> you're gonna like, like the, the way, way you look. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee. And, and then I think he did some bad stuff. And people were joking, like, you know, he just didn't like the way it looked. He didn't like the way it looked. He, he, but he did apparently like the look of those charges. You know what I'm saying? Chargers? Charges. Charges? Charges. 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 What does that mean? <laughs> I think he did something illegal. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Charges. <laughs> I think, okay. I don't quote, I don't remember. I, that, that was like years ago. Okay. I just remember seeing it in a Mad TV magazine. Or a Got Mad it. Magazine. Mad TV Magazine. That well, is... It was the companion to Mad TV. <laughs> it was Mad Magazine. The Mad, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, keep going. Uh, what, did, what was your... Oh, do you want me so... Yeah. Oh, Man's oh. Warehouse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they'll keep talking about it. This could be the podcast. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> no. old ads. <laughs> old jokes aside. Uh, I think this was... like I, I, would, I wouldn't call it a bad movie either. I know in the when we were doing the commentary, we were riffing on it but yeah. i mean like you know there's goofy shit that happens yeah, throughout but, the, and we're gonna get into that at some point yeah but it's the perfect movie to start with i think because i i wouldn't call it a bad movie I, but i wouldn't call it good right i, I would it's I, I don't know i mean i like it calling it average is kind of it's very slightly above average yeah like there's some stuff to like but i do think it's not like you know right well i called it a time capsule because it really does there's some shit in the movie that it not just like the style and like the way people dressed and you know just the thing there was some like you know there's some things that are like rooted in the 90s yes i mean there's some blatant homophobia that's yeah. just present mainly with one character yeah. Um. And and that's kind of like a '80s '90s thing that like, I mean, it's a now thing as well. But yeah. uh, but like, very like blatant homophobia within like, because er, like back then it was like a it was like in the lexicon type thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it shouldn't have been. Uh. But it was very like uh, the way everybody talked. Yeah. You know those obviously words that shouldn't be said yeah, just, and were just said yeah, um, it's just the the times you know mm-hmm. over time we because you know, when you watch that you just have to realize that we've we've learned from that not to do that yeah that's just how that's just how it is and it just stuff like that you know it just shows why we've come far and that shows that we shouldn't 
be doing that. Yeah, there was a I saw a TED talk that was talking about that, like how like uh, I can't remember her name, but she was talking about how uh, uh, she was thankful for how for she was thankful for the movies that like represent these certain like archaic things that like you know no that offend people now and like uh uh are hurtful or you know stuff like that because <clears throat> because it, it shows us our progression yeah you know yeah and it's like because you, you can't change the past but you can learn from uh but you can learn from it and and let it affect your future yeah kind of thing yeah it's just like um like when uh like Warner Brothers releases like old Looney Tunes cartoons like you know like the collection like the, you know the ones that are like oh t- yeah. tug on oh. your shirt collar you know <laughs> like yeah. stuff like that like they still release them cuz it's like they they always release a statement saying like these were wrong then and they're wrong now but to act like they never happened but i get that but i'm it's also like why why stream them if you know, uh, you know, because it's like, we get it. They existed. Yeah. And people will find them. They'll be on, like, the Internet Archive or some shit. They'll be on YouTube. But, like, you don't have to air them. Like, that's the that's Oh, the I mean, thing. I don't think they air them. Like, like oh, on okay. Cartoon Network, like, if they show them on... Or even... Show, I think they, they used to have, like, all every... Like, almost every single Looney Tunes, like, cartoon on Max. And then they were... Like oh yeah, it's God very really, like, limiting. Yeah, I I don't know if they exclusively because they like I don't think most of them were like that, but uh they were like got rid of most of them. But no, they won't air it like on like Cartoon Network or like Boomerang yeah. or what or it used to be called Boomerang. They would. It's just like when they release a DVD collection, and they. I mean, I don't know why they include them because there are so many other ones. But yeah. I mean, if I mean, sometimes like I mean, you know, they're still a part of history, and we need to like they are wrong, like they're wrong then they're wrong now. But I mean, you can't just they were there. They, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, but to break away from the more somber uh, <laughs> <laughs> aspect of film, let's get into uh, the plot of the faculty. Okay, so we're going to break this down scene by scene, um, and then we're just going to talk about, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, yeah. which we've already touched on some of the ugly. <laughs> oh. All right, so opening scene, we see uh, Coach Willis. Yes. Yes, yeah, Coach Willis, played by Robert Patrick, famous asshole i mean mm-hmm. i'm sure he's a nice guy like in real <laughs> but he's 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 always cast as like bad guys uh, f- uh famously playing uh ah oh, shit in terminator 2 judgment day i can't remember the name of the uh it's like the uh, t it's not a t1000 i think terminator i think uh schwarzenegger is the t1000 i don't i don't remember that's a bit yeah below that's <laughs> what that's, That's what, what his name Yabaloba. is. Yabaloba. It's just gibberish. <laughs> just gibberish. Um, so it opens with Coach Willis just going absolutely fucking ape, ape shit on the football team. Um, just yeah. screaming at him. Just, you know, being overtly emotional. <laughs> yeah. uh, and 
he uh, then we get a slow mo shot of uh, of Sean uh, Sean sorry Sean Hattesey and Usher removing their helmet. <laughs> it's just like this little slow motion shot, and uh, you get uh, and then uh, Coach Willis. Uh, single Sean out and is like uh, he says something along the lines of uh, basically say, tell him, I mean, telling him he needs to focus yes. you know uh, you need to feel the heat come. it's kind of like the fucking uh, Al Pacino Robert De Niro heat scene where it's like if you feel the heat around the corner <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, need, you need to feel the pressure coming at you and you know release the rock is what he says um, yes and then as he like uh as Usher pulls I- I'm gonna say their character names, as Gabe, who is played by Usher, and Stan, who is played by Sean Hattesey, um Gabe pulls Stan away and is like, dude, it's not worth it. Let's just, let's just go. And uh so then um Coach Willis runs over like a maniac and flips a bench full of coolers. <laughs> Just on its, just, just throwing everything everywhere, um, and then gets completely aggravated with a faulty sprinkler, and is approached by a uh, unknown entity. An unknown entity, which, for the record, never specified. That's here's my. I, I, we'll get into it, but like it's it's never actually said who approached him. Okay, and I, mean, I kind of want to know your theory about it. No, I mean, I just assume he says something. What does he say? He says, uh, he's, before he turns around, he says, uh, something like it better be, uh, it better be worth it or you're going to be running, uh, you're going to be running laps till spring or something like that. And then he turns around and he goes, yeah, what? Uh, and then it cuts to black. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I don't want to. Do you want me to? I I want you to. I, I guys, audience, talking to you. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna talk about this movie, and I'm probably gonna put a spoiler warning at the beginning of the episode. But we're going to talk about this movie in depth, so there's gonna be spoilers. We're gonna assume that if you're listening to us right now, that you've seen the whole movie. So we're gonna talk about it out of order. So yeah, but, absolutely. I want to hear you. I mean, I mean, at the end of the like at the end of it, I just say like, oh, it was just the like the new girl, Mary Beth. Yeah, I just thought it was Mary Beth. I mean, I because she was the first one. Yes, and I'm assuming he was second, or maybe well, it she's was the, the queen. Mary yeah. Beth is the queen, or maybe it was like the um, uh, what's what was it the the, the other teacher, not the. Because remember after that, when the principal goes back in and she yeah. starts getting chased by by the, the the coach, yeah. Then she gets you know <laughs> caught by like the I think it was like the drama teacher. Yeah, she's the drama teacher. So and maybe it was the drama teacher. That's okay. So I want to get into it, but I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and lay out that scene. So um, so we cut to. Uh, a late night staff meeting between Principal Drake and uh, Mr. Tate, played by Daniel Von Bargen. Bargen? Bargen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mrs. Olsen, played by Piper Laurie, famously the mother of 
uh, Sissy Spacek in Carrie. Um, and, uh, ooh, ooh, hold on, let me look. Uh, Mrs. Brummel was the third one. Uh, and so, uh, they are meeting to discuss, like, financials because the three of them, uh, they, because Mrs. Brummel wants new computers. Uh, Mr. Tate wants to bring his, uh, take his students on a trip to New York, which I'm not, I think he's a history teacher. Um, and then, uh, Mrs. Olson wants to, uh, wants money to build a set for guys and dolls for her, uh, um, for her students to be able to do guys and dolls. Um, so principal Drake says, you know, you you guys are out of your minds. She says it kind of sternly, but she, it, you could tell she kind of feels bad. But she's uh, she, she's like, yeah, you know, the football team's getting what they need because this is a football town. You know, it's just how it is. Yeah. And um, so then cut to they leave, and then Principal Drake goes back into the house or into the house into the school because she forgot her keys, assuming that everybody has left. Um, so she goes back in, hears movement, grabs her keys, starts to leave. Here comes out of fucking nowhere. Coach Willis pops up. He's acting all strangely. Acting all strangely. (laughs) Um, and he goes, you look real pretty tonight. (laughs) And then she's like, she's like questioning him. Like, what what are you doing? Are you drunk? Uh, maybe you need to sleep it off or something. He goes, he looks over at her desk. He goes, I could really use a pencil. And like, he's just like saying all this stuff. And, and she's like, no, you could really use a good night's sleep. And so she, he keeps like harassing her and blocking her way. And, um, then she's like, fine, fuck it. Here's a pencil. Then he, as calmly as possible, stabs her through the hand with the pencil, prompting her to just slash his fucking face with her keys and then run away. Yes. Okay. That's a logical reaction. Yeah. I'd say. Easy reaction. <laughs> um, Light work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She runs to the door, sees that it's padlocked. Yeah. It's fucking padlocked. So I would assume he has padlocked it, right? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Since he was the only other one in there. I don't know how. How, how he did it that quickly, yeah. right? Um, so that, and this break, this kind of gets into what we're talking about. Um, so she runs away, and then there's a scene where, so he's on the the PA system, like saying, you know, Principal Drake, or please come to the principal's office, whatever. And then he start he <laughs> puts in his whistle and just <laughs> fucking full on Terminator runs <laughs> towards her, and it's the creepiest fucking scene for me and you. It's like the uh, scene in Psycho, where at the end where he's like, what's his name? something Bates what's his name Norman Bates Norman Bates he like uh, is dressed like his mom he's dressed like his mom and, and then it's just like I don't know it's so creepy where she, he starts like he doesn't even really run towards her it's just like just 
skedaddles on yeah. over to the camera. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just I don't like stuff running towards. Me. No, I don't like. No, I don't. I don't like shit just running like yeah. straight to it. I don't like seeing that. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. I don't like feeling chased. Yeah, I remember when you uh, you that one time you ran towards me. It, like you weren't even right. You're. Just, I do that frequently. Yeah, you run toward, and then there was one time, I I got a frying pan. And I beat you senseless with yeah, it. Yeah, beat me almost to death. Yeah, he had to be taken to the hospital. He hasn't been the same since. No, I'm literally just mush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm on the ground right now. We're in front of the fire. I'm on the ground, and you know, I'm just right here next to the marshmallow fluff. Almost <laughs> s'mores. Uh, <laughs> um, so okay, so that's the thing. So then. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Eep op abba abba abba. She gets to the door. Yes. And it's padlocked. It's padlocked, but Mrs. Olson shows up, who is frightened because she's frightened. Oh dear. Like and he's like she's like, uh here's what I here's what I, my question is. So she goes, Can you unlock it? And Mrs. Olson goes, I don't have my keys. Uh, where are your keys? And she goes, oh, I dropped them. And she says, I'm going back for the keys. Here's my question. Why do they have keys for the padlock that locks it from the inside? I don't understand that. Uh, I never. I don't understand the whole padlock thing. It's like in a video game, like horror video games I've known. They always have a thing where you have to... I I, I don't know, because, I mean, I've, I've been in houses and apartments, you know, I've never had a door that you need a key to unlock it from the inside. Right. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure those exist. With this, it's like it's chains. It's so people can't break in, you know, and stuff like that. It's wrapped in chains and then padlocked. Yeah, um, but I don't know who. Because I'm going to say, because I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Because she, the teacher that she was talking to, the drama teacher, I, I think, turned out to be a have the same problem at, as yeah. him and i was like and also i'm a, that's like a big i think that's one of the biggest gripes i have with the film but i'll get to that in a minute um the thing is like who i, I understand her locking it from the outside but again how did he lock it from the how did the coach lock it from the inside Right. You, know, you know, and why would you even lock it from the inside? And also, why do all of them have a key to this padlock? And I maybe mean, this is not the thing to focus on, but like, I mean, it is, it's I mean, weird. I, I feel like it's like either because I know like maintenance, like custodians. Yeah. But why, how would you, how would you if you had to lock the outside and inside? How would you get out? Exactly, because you would have to. You would assume that any entrance that's not an emergency exit, you would have to, yeah. you know, and you can't exit a, an emergency exit without setting off an alarm, especially if you set the alarm. And you have to turn off the alarm in the inside. And then of how it. do you get back in? It's a whole fucking mess of shit. But here's what I want to talk about, about what you just brought up. So when she's going, when Drake is going back to get her keys and she's looking around and then Mrs. Olsen screams, like genuinely frightened. Yeah. Goes, Mrs. Drake, he's coming, he's here. <laughs> like, my question is, at what point did Mrs. Olsen get infected? No, no that's my biggest. Or has point. she always been infected? Was she yeah. the one that approached him in that's the beginning? I, that's because like that's my biggest point. Because there is, 
uh, no consistency with how people who are should I just say what they absolutely go into it because yeah. people are what's wrong with the coach why he stabbed the principal in the hand so he's infected by like it's like an alien parasite which we already said that in the I said oh. that in the plot synopsis it's oh, a yeah. hive oh, minded yeah. alien species yeah. Yeah, but though, you know I'm, I'm for the people you're for the people. I, I don't want to spoil people. I you know, that. you know, you know. In, this whole episode is a spoiler episode. Yeah, like, like, you know, like. By the way, in where the red fern grows, one of the dogs dies. You know what the fuck? <laughs> We're not even talking about that <laughs> this episode. I'm for the people. You know, in across <laughs> the spider verse. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that that's my biggest complaint because, like, I noticed they act. I think in three people who are infected are act in three ways. One, they act like coach, mm. where they act they act like almost robotic, and like like they've never been on Earth before, and like say weird things, act weird, and, and just do stuff. Which and coach in many ways gives himself away like yeah, in the, the swimming pool scene yeah and also he's the first one you see I was just like yeah. oh they're just gonna all act like that yeah yeah cause he acts weird or, but also Mrs. Olsen which I'll let you, you yeah, go ahead and do no, it no no yeah. cause you're right cause she does that I will get the the second way they act is completely normal like like a normal human being yeah um, but then, Which like, is like a lot of the students, a lot yeah. of the students just acting normal. Yeah, and then like, it's like you said, like her name is Miss Ol- Mrs. Olson. Yeah, she, she, first she she's acted perfectly normal. Yeah, and and then after immediately after that, in all future scenes, she acts just like the coach, where she's all robotic and acts weird. I would argue that she acts differently from the coach, where it's less robotic and more like a phantasm. Yeah. More like a ghost that you see in like a like an yeah. old like Vincent Price movie that's like because yeah. she moves she like glides when she moves and she has this whole makeover and shit it's so yeah. weird yeah and that's that's another thing like the third way they act is like there's another teacher they affected they act like I guess how they always wanted to act or like the opposite of oh, themselves. Uh, uh, it's like um, Femke Jansen. Yeah. Plays, uh, What's God, her name? What is her name? Hold on. Let me. Let me. Uh, Miss Burke. Uh, Miss Burke. Because at first she's like very timid and she can't get in control of her class and she's very shy. But then when she gets infected, she acts like she dresses all sexily and and sexily. Se- I, I don't know. Like she <laughs> she because she, she she dresses less conservative than she did before. You're right. And that she acts. She acts like confident and like like, like a bitch. Yeah, no, yeah. she's a, yeah, no, yeah, she's a, yeah. she turns into a bitch. Yeah, and, and like, but to so, be fair, I mean, she had it's every like right, every be, right, yeah, yeah, because they're really rude. Fuck to Josh her. Hartnett. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 but like, like, what is it different for every single person? Or there, there maybe even be like a fourth one where it's like it's like. So like I remember at the end, some of them act like fucking animals, you know, like or no, no, I guess not because like well, I mean like when they want when to, they run after Elijah Wood, yeah, when, that, when but I was like, like the whole football team, yeah, but I mean like there's no reason to hide, hide it at yeah. that. But they're just good. Yeah. No, I guess it's those three. Like you have to have. If I had to choose which one you should act like, I guess 
just do the second one because the second one where they act completely normal is scarier because you don't know who's infected right and then most people because like spoiler the um more people including in the main cast get infected mm-hmm. it's like and they act normal just have them act normal why are you having some of them act like like they could you couldn't try harder to give away that something's wrong yeah exactly yeah and then there's some yeah exactly. or, no do two or three do you do three where people start acting like the way the opposite they of the how they usually act or how they've always wanted to act don't do this one where like the coach is like literally acting like a robot like he's never talked to another human being before yeah that's just i think that's really stupid right I, I think, and there, there's, uh, I will say, uh, after rewatching it like a couple times, you do start to notice certain things, like little things, and I'll get into it later. Um, especially with Delilah and Mary Beth. Um, spoiler. <laughs> I'm not going to keep saying spoiler. No, I mean, know. I will say that, like, that's Mary Beth. I mean, it was obvious. Like, like, it's Mary like Beth one of those things. obvious once you. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it did catch me by surprise a little bit. Because, like, I just thought. It was so obvious. They're not going to do that. I, I caught one thing with Delilah, but I, I will say Delilah is still a surprise every time. Because you yeah. never really know when it happens. Uh, which one's Delilah? Uh, Jordana Brewster. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, like, it, I, I guess it kind of did surprise me, but I was like, I mean, she was with the queen. Of course she, she was going to get. Because you realize she, that... Um, uh, Mary, what, Marianne? Mary Beth Mary Louise Beth. Hutchinson. Yeah, she uh, was the queen before you realized that uh, Brewster got infected. Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. but the, that's the thing. You never know when Delilah actually gets infected. Yeah, that's the thing. Cause, like, that because makes she it, vanishes. Yeah, because like, that's... And she acts normal. Yeah. I, I think they She's just the did that. She's the most normal acting one. Yeah, I think they did that. Maybe I mean I, obviously I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but like maybe they thought that at the beginning of the movie they had to make them act obvious so the audience can understand oh there's something wrong with these people. Right. Then just just do the third option. Like maybe the coach who's a dickhead in the first part make him act. You know he starts acting nice. He starts you know mm-hmm. just no but he in this. Like in this movie, he just he essentially either acts like a robot or he acts basically how he acts before, you know. But it's like there's no consistency. <laughs> yeah. It, like I don't know what you know why why just have him act normal. Right. Well, and <sighs> or have him act opposite of what they usually are. I like that. See, that's that's what I was trying to get to. I, that's what I was trying to think about. Because, like, I would rather that. Yeah, I would rather them act different. I would uh, I would rather them act the way they want yeah, to act. Yeah, I think them acting normal is scarier, but them acting the opposite is more fun. Exactly. And especially when you get to the point where Sean gets turned and he's, saying, he's telling Stokely, like... Uh, yeah, it's so much better. You know, it feels amazing. You'll be beautiful. It feels beautiful, and all this shit. It's like it was, that. That's kind of a fourth one they have because some of them act like it's a cult. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. Some of them act like euphoric. 
Yeah. You know, like it's a high. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. And, and that's how Mary Beth acts. Yeah. And I mean, like. It's weird that the queen alien is the most human acting of all yeah, of them. Yeah. And, and like, it's weird because she, she says all these things, like, you know, at the end of the movie where she's trying to convince uh, Elijah Wood mm-hmm. to, like, you know, I get. One, one, I'll get to it later, but there's another gripe I have with the movie. Uh, <laughs> um, is that, like, he tries to say, oh, you'll be, there'll be no... No you pain. Know, no pain and stuff. And I'm like, I, I have no idea. If everyone got infected, how would y- y'all act? Would right. You, would you act like fucking normal? Like normal people? And, and the, or, or are you going to act opposite of how you... There's no... Because like, there's no... And that's the thing. I said hive mind in the plot th- in the mm-hmm. plot synopsis. There's no way... It never reveals whether or not it's actually a hive mind. You just assume. Yeah. Because it, there's moments where Mary Beth sends people after certain people where, where it's like... Um, like she sends... Uh, and at this point, we're just all over the place as far as plot goes. But uh, there's there's parts where she just sends, uh, fucking, uh, uh, god damn it, the point where she sends Principal Drake in to chase Stokely and Stan back in right before she gets shot, yeah. like that's clearly Mary Beth like controlling her and being like, hey, I want you to be like a red herring kind of yeah. situation yeah. Um, because she knew that they were watching because yeah, uh, yeah and they thought the principal was the queen right also there was no reason for them to think that yeah she's just the principal there was no reason no, if anything it, well I guess they it's cause they she's noticed, at the top yeah kind of yeah and they, but they noticed the coach acting weird first that I would have been like maybe it's the coach right I do want okay so to get back to the plot because I want to talk about Principal Drake a little bit. Um, because there's one thing that like really fucking bothers me about her. Um, so where we left off was um, it's padlocked. She runs and gets her keys. Mrs. Olsen says, he's coming. <laughs> and so she runs back. He starts fucking like running straight towards him uh, or towards her. And uh, she finally gets the chain unlocked. Cause she had a pair of scissors. She, I, I meant to mention, I meant to mention that she grabs a pair of scissors off her desk to protect herself from Coach Willis, and uh, so she uh, she gets to the thing. He's running after. Her. She finally gets through the door. She drops the scissors, and she like pulls them up, up out of the reach of Coach Willis. She locks the door and she goes prick, and then. Mrs. Olsen picks up the scissors and in a very creepy, like Hitchcockian, uh, like image fucking Piper Laurie just starts stabbing the fuck out of her with these scissors. So here's my question. How, what, how, how, how is she a viable candidate? after being stabbed multiple times and bleeding out because she gets shot and I will say she pops back up after getting shot, but the thing is, when she gets shot, she's an alien. Yeah. When she's stabbed, she's not an alien. No, but does she get killed? She when gets she get killed. Shot? When she gets shot? No, 
uh, Mary Beth throws the cat, uh, the scat on her. Oh yeah, and that, and she fucking melts. Oh yeah, yeah. She's yeah. one of the only people that does not walk <laughs> away from this. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, like, what was the point in even stabbing her? What was the point in doing any of That's that? That's my thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I as I as I was saying, I was like, I guess you could say that they pop the alien, the little like bug into her at the moment that she was about to die and that revived her kind of thing. Yeah, but like, well, and I get that. But what was the point of fucking stabbing yeah, her? Yeah, you know what they could have done instead of the coach just going up to her, acting, you know. You know, you look real pretty tonight. You know, yeah, they're doing like all that. Super perverted yeah, and, and like. Yeah, and then stabbing your hand. Like super it, s- sexual assault vibes. Yeah, isn't it like, don't we see that it's actually kind of simple how you get the the parasite into them? Why don't, why couldn't you? She didn't even have to know this. That's the thing. Put Fucking, it in her. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> But Usher, when he tackles that guy in the fucking football, uh, during the football game, he just drops it in his ear. Yeah, like, like I could have easily done that. Like that's what their their um, motivation. Like I mean, we learn what they want to do, but I mean, like what they were making it. I mean, they get smart, kind of, where they start near the middle of the movie. They start like calling kids in, you know, so they could get more kids infected. Like calling them to, oh, you have to get tested for something yeah it, it's like an ear test yeah they, which is that, that's why? just weird i mean that's i mean that's why i'm like it's kind of smart but like i'd be like if it was normal i'd be like i'm not going there but why call it an ear test and have cops there and that's something that stan brings up because it's like uh he, he talks about how uh, i can't remember the salma hayek's name the nurse yeah. uh, he's like you know uh, Stokely's like it's something about an ear exam, and he's like, "Yeah, with the police involved." It's like it's like that's weird, yeah, and it's like you know they make it so much more complicated than it has to be. Yeah, and how like they kind of treat the how many is it like five kids who don't get infected? Yeah, it's five. Yeah, that um, don't get infected. They treat them as like special. It's like no, I mean they. They just aren't stupid. <laughs> right. Know, they don't get into these situations where they could get... I mean, some of them do. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, they just... I, I think it's just to make the movie more creepy and, 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 like, just make them more of a threat. But it doesn't make... It makes them not make sense sometimes. Yeah. Um. So the next part... And, and I, I, I realized as we were, were, as we were recording... That like we don't have to go through the plot like because I as you I sat down I was like we could go through the plot scene by scene by scene by scene but honestly I like this better no just do like um like I, I do the think there is value in like talking about what happened you just do like what happened in each like the important moments yeah right 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 so <laughs> I probably want the ne- the literal next scene though. Is probably one of the most important ones, which uh, is the essentially the nameplate title card yeah. introduction to the characters. Yeah, where you you first meet the first one you see without a title card is Zeke. He pulls up in his Pontiac and he gets out and he pulls out like twenty pens, shoves them in his pocket. They're all full of scat, which is the drug <laughs> that he has made. Uh, that you find out later is. Uh, 
mostly caffeine mixed with other household items is what he says yeah. um it, like it it's weird because he's like the cool guy mm-hmm. but he's like the smartest guy in the movie like like it's not even like oh he's low-key smart no he's like actually there's there's because they're all like kind of stereotypes yeah um, well that's the thing is like it follows this this much like kevin williamson's other famous movie for like homages scream um it has several it 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 pays homage to like so many different movies and like not just the thing and invasion of the body snatchers but the breakfast club yeah like every single character in the movie fits a uh like a one of the stereotypes like the jock the you know the creep and all that yeah but i will say what what's his name but the scat zeke zeke he's like the most unique he is because he's like he's a drug dealer he's like he's a bad boy but he's it's it's not like you see a movie where like you discover this guy oh he's actually smart he just doesn't imply himself no he's like just really smart well it's both because he doesn't apply himself because he's repeating his senior year oh yeah i mean that is true he's repeating his senior year uh he he knows literally everything, like everything that's happening in the book. He he knows the answer to it. Yeah. Um, he puts on his little glasses and he's examining the rat in the you know. Um, yeah, that's, it almost makes you wonder, kind of skipping the head, like why Elijah Woods the the smart one. Yeah, because he doesn't because do he's anything. seen as the brain. He doesn't even do it. I mean, he. We'll get to that scene. That's another gripe I have, is when. Because it's kind, of, he kind of figures out what's going on, but his explanation for what he thinks is going on is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So so we we meet Zeke, who we find out he's this drug dealer. He you know he peddles shit. Yeah. Um. He's repeating his senior year. Uh. He the first time we hear him talk, he's in a bathroom with. Danny Masterson, who recently has been in hot water—I I don't even want to say hot water—he's a fucking dumbass criminal. He—he—he he, he was charged with uh, rape, and that's as much as I want to say about that because it brings down the vibe. And we got the fire crackling. I got marshmallows on the stick. stick. We're making schmores. Schmores. Uh, but I will say one funny thing about that is that his character has Danny Masterson's character has no name. Yeah. His, oh, really? his name in the script is fuck up number one. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny foreshadowing. <laughs> um, but so we we meet Zeke, who is uh, you know this you know in, super intelligent dude who at times can be a little cringy. And one one particular moment is. When he's in English class and they're talking about Robinson Crusoe, and he says like uh, 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 Miss Burke asks like what was he you know I can't remember the exact phrasing but basically like, what was he plagued with mm. and uh, he says something about calluses he makes a joke about calluses she goes no that's not right mm. and then uh, he uh, she said uh, isolation. It was his big. It was his biggest fear. What was his biggest fear? And he goes. He said, "Living with calluses." And 
uh, she goes, no, that's not right. It's it's isolation. And he says, uh, God, I'm trying to remember it. It's uh, something along the lines of, uh, yeah, but his, uh, fuck. Yeah, but his uh, external fear uh, is dull in comparison to the loneliness that he feels. Something about like the loneliness. And she goes, Oh, wow, uh, that's actually really good. What pisses me off about that is she, he literally just said what she said, but in different words. Yeah. He reworded it, literally, and it's stupid. It made it sound <laughs> even more stupid than the original. No, it's, they had to just show, oh, he's actually really smart. He's, he knows really, how to he's, talk. He's he just makes, a class clown. He makes big words. <laughs> Excelsior. Excelsior. All right, but I'm a... I'm a <laughs> I'm going to run through these uh, character titles. So so the first title card we see is Casey, who is played by Elijah Wood. Um, he is... The first thing you see is him coming off the bus, getting elbowed in the fucking nose, and then apologizing to the person who elbowed um, him in the nose. Dude, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean... I didn't mean to walk into <laughs> to your elbow. We later see him get picked up by four people and have his crotch rammed into a flagpole. Yeah, this, this is a state penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a high school. <laughs> and then the next one we see is Stokely, who after Casey gets, um, you know, elbowed in the face, she says, uh, oh, fuck, what does she say? Um, Crash and burn, Casey. Uh, and then she runs into Stan, and then Stan goes over to talk to Delilah, who's, like, talking to her, like, group of, like, cheerleader friends. I'm assuming they're cheerleaders. I don't. They may not be. Um, and we, you know, we learn that Stan has a secret, and Delilah is very super uh, superficial, yes. um, to to an annoying degree, where she's like self aware, but in a cringy way, because yeah. like she says shit like, um, like when Stan his secret is that he's quitting the football team because he's the star quarterback. And he wants to focus on his education. She's like, well, you know, I can't just date like someone who's not a football. No, she goes, she goes, uh, the accepted social order is that the, uh, the head cheerleader goes out with the star quarterback. Yeah. yeah but, and that's the a problem I have. Like, um, cause like stream is like, it's kind of like that, but it makes it cause it's, it's, satire like like it's a parody essentially it it is essentially but the thing is scream never does it in a cringy way it's never trying too hard yeah but this i don't even think yeah it's not i don't even it's not trying to be satire no it's 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 trying to act like a like a like a horror alien movie but but it doesn't i mean it plays on the tropes of a sci-fi movie I, 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 no, they just just they just mention tropes. They don't do anything with it. Well, I mean, with all the homages to like the thing and like you know, and yeah, but the, but it's just basic like monster alien stuff. <laughs> like like it's just like it's just basic monster <laughs> alien stuff, yeah. man. No, that's what I'm saying because like. It's trying to stand because what made Scream so great was it was a satire of horror movies while being a good horror movie. Yeah, but this is a 
so-so yeah. alien movie. That doesn't really add anything to the yeah. conversation yeah. as far as sci-fi movies go. Yeah, and it's not like... You can tell it's not trying to be satire. Like, you could tell Stream was trying to... It was very on the nose. But, like, like the high school thing, like, I want you to know, like... No... I, I, I've been to high school. You know, I think most of us have what? been to high school. <laughs> no one thinks like that. Not a regular... Because they're, they're, they're supposed to act like regular people... Even though you could build off of, like, tropes and stuff. It's fu- it's funny you say that, though, because Kevin Williamson, he wasn't the original writer of The Faculty. I'll pull up the original writers, but um, they, the original script was written by two people, and what, it, what was said was the reason it had to be rewritten uh, was because it didn't sound like how teenagers would talk. I mean, this don't sound. That was the. I mean, this. I mean, this one. It's like they talk like how television thinks teenagers talk. Yeah, and and that's fine. But like, it it makes them unlikable. Most of them, even um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the guy with the scat. Zeke, you just told me. (laughs) Zeke. Zeke. I mean, he's kind of like. But I mean, all of them are like unlikable because they're all stereotypes going through all these stereotypes that teenagers supposedly go through. Mm-hmm. Like no, no one, no teenager thinks like, oh, I have to date since I'm the head of student council. I have to date. The, That's the thing. The quarterback. No one thinks like that. That's what I'm saying. She's 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 superficial in a cringy, self aware way. Yeah. Because and it's not even like a. Because that's the thing. Like she's self-aware. self-aware characters are cool. Wait, what were you? Saying? She's self-aware. In like, not like the movie's not self-aware. It's just her. Yeah, it's just her. There's no other instance where it's like a nod to anything. It's uh, where like the because when when with Scream, the whole movie was fucking fantastic. But the whole movie was going, you know. Like, Wink, wink, wink. Uh, yeah, this never winks except for Delilah being fucking annoying. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess like the point because I thought it, it's the ending. Like, I'm not gonna say the ending. You could say the ending. No, I'm saying like not like the, the like after. Oh. I'm not gonna say because I think it'll be funnier <laughs> when we get to that. Point. Oh, it will because <laughs> I I have it written down in all caps yeah. and it takes up like 20, 20 lines on my yeah. notebook. <laughs> yeah, because like um. At first, when I met, because like she's very preppy, very superficial, and she, you know, she acts bitch, bitchy. Um, she's like, I'm like, oh, she's gonna like die or something. Like, you know, you're not supposed to like her. No. Or maybe she, it's either that or she has like an arc where she like, you know, maybe I have been acting really <laughs> mean to people, but no, I want you, I want you to know what you think is gonna happen with her. Does not. I would say nothing happens. No. Uh, well, it well stuff happened, but like her, ha- nothing happens with her cap. Happens. Nothing happens positively for her character. She well, or anything. We'll like, she doesn't. It. She doesn't change. She doesn't really. I don't know. We'll get into it. There's there's a slight change, and I'll we'll get into it. But um, I, I want to read this. So in reference to the writers. In 1990, David Wech... Wech... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> David Wechter... <laughs> Wechter. <laughs> Damn near killed her. <laughs> <laughs> well, will we? 
1990, and this movie came out in 1998. So in 1990, David Wechter and Bruce Kimmel wrote their first draft of the script and sent it out. Uh, but there were no buyers. The original name was, it was originally titled The Feelers. Um, uh, but there was no buyers. It, was, it wasn't until the, after the success of Scream that Miramax bought the script and rushed it into production. The Weinsteins ugh, brought in Kevin Williamson to do rewrites, keeping the basic story but rewriting the dialogue and adding new characters to make it more quote-unquote hip. Uh, originally, Williamson was set to direct the film, but he chose not to, so he could direct his self-penned script, Teaching Mrs. Tingle, in 1999, which fucking sucks. We may do that on the uh, podcast at, one, at some point. Yes. Uh, the Weinsteins brought in Robert Rodriguez to direct the film instead. Uh, so, yeah. I, mean, it's, uh, I mean, it is like, I guess they succeed. Like, it is like... Because there's a difference between like something being a time capsule of what a period of time was actually like and then there's a time capsule of what the media and like what business executives thought the time period was like yeah because and cause that's the thing is like like com- like when you watch like 80s commercials that's not what the 80s were like that's just what 80s marketing was like but it's weird because when you think about it when you think about scream what is it about the dialogue and and i'm not like f- fucking criticizing scream i think scream is a perfect film it's one of my favorites um, of all time. and uh, But, like, what about Scream? Because there's a lot of shit that they say in Scream that just normal teenagers don't say. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like, they... I mean, they're charming. They're That's charming they're, okay. characters. They're, yeah. It's just they're good characters. Yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah. That is what it is. Well, and also, I mean, like, um, what, what's his name? Uh, not... One of the two killers, not Matthew Lillard. Uh, Ski Ulrich. Yeah, he he's like the worst character. But it's, Billy it, Loomis. Billy, yeah, but he's like so obviously the killer that it's funny. Yeah. Like, because like, it's, it's, it's like almost a double twist because like, oh, he's going to be, like you think he's going to be the killer, but he's not going to be the killer. But then he is the killer. <laughs> but then he is the killer, yeah. Um... Because that's the thing, and and the most obvious, and we're not trying to, uh, the, this is not the Scream episode, but, like, the the thing that's, like, crazy about that is he, everybody throughout that movie, like, everybody mm-hmm. thought it was Randy, because mm-hmm. the killer kept talking about yeah. horror movies. Yeah, that, he talked about horror movies the whole goddamn, <laughs> he talked about it more than Randy, if anything. Yeah, no, I never thought, like, because I can't remember the first time I watched the movie. But when I rewatch it, I'm like, how could you think? Even I know it's like confirmation bias or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't understand how you could ever think it was him. Like, yeah. cause what did he do? He just liked horror movies. Yeah, he just liked movies. Like, I, I mean, I think that's kind of a slight on screen because, like, they kind of trying to make. They were like trying to convince you, oh, it could be Randy, he, but it's like it's not Randy. He was definitely the red hair. It's not fucking Randy. But well, that's the thing. But like he. Oh god, we have to do this movie someday because yeah. there's so much we could talk about. Um, and just to reiterate, this is not a bad movie podcast. This is just a movie yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we do talk about we are going to talk about really bad movies. Yeah. Uh, like this one, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the thing. Is like, uh, it's funny because Billy, in and of himself, is a red herring. Yeah, but like. It, 
Yeah, it's like a double twist. Yeah, like you said, it's the it's the whole double twist. It's that's fucking great. That's I love a, that. Yeah, that's the thing I don't like about. I mean, I know we're going on tangents, but this is what I was saying. Like Stream Five, you love Stream Five. I didn't really like it. I it's probably middle of my list yeah, of fa- of the of the Scream. Yeah, franchise. Yeah, because like the, my problem with it, spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, they kind of try to. What's his name? They kill the guy that is the uh, Fuck. It's uh, it's it's Jack Quaid. I can't remember yeah. the, his his fucking name. Yeah, but it's that guy. Because they kind of try to make it seem like he could be the killer. Yeah. It, but it's not like it's such. You have to kind of make it obvious for that to because like it was so obviously Billy. Mm-hmm. Like it made you think, like it's so like if they're trying to make it a twist, because they they set up the whole movie that's going to be a twist. Yeah. And then like you actually get kind of surprised, like oh they actually did go that way. Uh, but in this they they like, like you're always in the back of your mind like he's probably the killer. <laughs> yeah, he. But, he but might be. Yeah, but it, it it doesn't get because it's like a loading bar. Mm-hmm. Where with Billy it was like you go all the way through. And then you're like, you go to a new one where it's like, he's not the killer. Yeah. So it surprises you. But with him, with, uh, what's his name? It's Stream 5. You you get like halfway. And then w- when he gets revealed, he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I knew that. But it's also like, there was some logical issues with him. Because it's like, yeah, and the he gr- lived with, he lived, he didn't live in Woodsboro. So all this shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, And also the girl... Literally, yeah, like literally, reveal like she just revealed herself to everyone. Well, for no, just for shock value. They, yeah, they both revealed themselves in the hospital. But yeah. that's that's a, that's an episode th- for another. Yeah, I'm just before like the last thing. They are the weakest revealed. Killers. Oh, the, yeah, they, hands they, down. Yeah, because like that's that was my problem. With me. I was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> like that's that's like okay. It's a great. I liked the movie because I like how it rejuvenated the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. six is the best one since the first one. Yeah, and like four, four is closer to one too. Where it's like so, like yeah. you, like. No, I just think that was a generally good twist. I yeah, I think it's. I I used to say one. And then I would put two next, and then when six came out, I would I I would make it, I would do one six two, yeah. but now it's one six four yeah. after yeah. I rewatch four rewatch four recently. It, yeah, and three's pretty bad, but three's bad, but it's in a goofy way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. all right. So let me let me see. I I gotta find out uh where I was. So okay. So I'm just gonna run through like little things that happen here and there. So we, we find out that, you know, Stan doesn't want to be the quarterback anymore. He wants to get into college based on his academics. Yeah. And it's because, you know, we find out later that, uh, Mr. Furlong played by John Stewart. He, uh, he, Stan made a D on a, a paper, but Mr. Furlong gave him an A because of his great arm uh, and yeah. that he deserved it because of his arm. But he's like, and he was upset. He was like, I earned that D. I wanted that D. Yeah, that, that he is pretty. He's a great. Yeah, I, like I said, all of them are unlike. Like he is pretty likable. And he, f- yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, he's just a likable guy. Like he, you know, 
he wants like just to be he wants to prove that he's smart. That's that's just the whole point of the movie. Right. And all of that for him to be fucking over like it blows me away. The cover of the like the box art and the poster. He is the last character in the lineup. Do you yeah. know who's directly in front of him? Oh yeah. Fucking Usher. Yeah, Usher's in there for like He's in, in there total for th- five minutes. Three scenes. Yeah, exactly. He's in like three or four scenes. A total of five minutes. He has no. He is not part of the main cast. He has no effect on the movie whatsoever. It's why they just put him ahead of. Because the thing Cause is, it's Usher. It's because it's Usher. Because he should fucking um, Sean Hattesey should have been closer to the front of the poster. Yeah. Not even just past Usher, but past a, a lot of them. Yeah. Um. I mean, because I- the thing is, like. Sean Hattesey had been in movies, I'm pretty sure, before the faculty. But this was Usher's first movie. This was Jordana Brewster's first movie. Um, It wasn't Elijah Woods, but it was close. Uh, This was Josh Hartnett's second movie. Literally, he he made this and Halloween H2O in the same year. Which, fun fact, um, Mr. Tate, one of the the teacher that was in the first uh, little meeting... Yes. With Principal Drake. His name is John Tate or Josh Tate. I'm not sure. Hold on. Yeah, John Tate, which is the same name as uh, Josh Hartnett's character in uh, H2O. So that's, that. that's a cool little fact. I like that. No, but I mean, like, I get... I don't even understand how you get... some. Sometimes, like... Because I'm not blaming, like, the directors. They, they don't control that. But, uh, like... Um, business executives for like like they're so fucking stupid sometimes because like like i'm not saying you can't have usher in the movie Mm -hmm. you know he's a decent actor he's a big name like i understand but like you realize people are going to be disappointed when you have a movie that has usher on the front and he's in there for four or five minutes yeah exactly either Hell, just don't have him on. You can you can either have him on the cover and have him have a big role, or like even like a supporting role, or you could just not have him on the cover, and then people are shocked with like, "Hey, hey, they yeah. not because they know what Usher looks like." Because the, it's almost like they tried to do not to bring Scream back into it, but I mean it is Kevin Williamson, so who, you know yeah. we're gonna say it. Right, um, right. But not to bring Scream back into it, but it's the whole concept of, like, the Drew Barrymore on the yeah, yeah. cover of the box, yeah. and they put her in the forefront to make to her it. seem like the more important character. Yeah, but this is not the same at all. It's not the same in the slightest. It's just they had a big name. Yeah. And it's weird. You think he'd be... He's not that bad of an actor. No. I, th- I thought he did fine. He's had roles... He's had a couple roles where he wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, in this, he was just being a fucking... He was being a stupid teenager. That's, that's literally... Yeah. Uh, that was literally half of the cast was just actually no 90% of the cast was just being stupid teenagers and they did it perfectly Um, but uh, sorry I'm trying to run (laughs) through the plot like I'm trying to hit like specific points and like not dwell too much on little shit yeah fuck Usher (laughs) no no no, that's not what I'm talking (laughs) about I'm joking I'm I'm gonna go off of my uh I wrote a list of questions, and I, call, I called it What the Fucks and Likes. 
Yeah. So, so it's like, <laughs> what the fuck moments, but also moments that I liked. So my n- next in the plot is, uh, <laughs> which we already touched on, why is Delilah the only one that's blatantly homophobic? Um, oh, yeah. But there's a, there's a little moment. I did write this down. This is stu- this is exactly what I'm talking about by dwelling on little moments. It's a it's a, it's a it's less than a second of a scene. But Mr. Tate is walking into the teachers lounge. This is the next scene. He's walking into the teachers lounge. This random girl goes, "Oh, excuse me, Mr. Tate." And when she does, she gropes his chest. Why? For like way too long. it's such a minute scene, but I'm no. like, "Why the fuck?" I've noticed that in a lot of like 90s but I, I can't name any off the top of my head but like there's always these moments I guess it was just like at the time maybe it was like that's just how people acted uh they, they'll just do something and be like hey that's weird yeah that they just do like we or there'll be like weird jokes it's almost like like when you watch like a foreign movie and they have like a, a thing that they do like I bet that's hilarious <laughs> Yeah, in like in their, Japan, in that yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. this like they just do weird, weird shit or act weird. Yeah, are you talking about like extras? Just it, or extra? Shit? I mean, sometimes even like the main, they'll like do something weird. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's because like they're just all, like awkward or if like oh you know back then, Community is famous for that. There's a lot of like extras. In community, that if you pay attention, especially in the first season, where it's like, why the fuck are they doing that? That's so weird. Yes. Um, it's a bunch of weirdos. Uh, so then we get to the point where Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson is trying to befriend Stokely. Yeah. Time I, after time. And, and also, it makes you think. Why? When you learn that she's the queen, what? Why? Why? Why was she trying to befriend people? That's what I'm saying. Okay, so there's two two points about what you just said. One, why was she so focused on Stokely? Because here's the thing, they throughout the entire movie they tried to make Stokely feel they tried to make it feel like Stokely was more important yeah, than she actually was. She, she really wasn't. Because it was almost like they were trying to say like, oh, there's because. With that scene where she puts her hand up to the thing and yeah. it forms to her hand. Yeah. They tried to make her seem like she was a more important character to the plot. And she ended up just being a th- nothing. Yeah. Like her, she got knocked out for the last scene. Yeah. In fact, they make all five of them seem like there's something special. Yeah. When, I mean, I, and also, why, if, why did the queen even transform because i'm assuming she can transform into anything it's not like she could just transform into a a, a blonde teenage southern bell yeah <laughs> you know like you think what what's her plan what why even start at a high school that's my other point is i think what it was is if you think about it maybe she's like a younger alien species but also uh, and that's not really important to the point I'm trying to make, but uh, I think the whole movie they were trying to, she was trying to make friends. Like, I oh. think she actually grew close to that group because she felt like they were all outcasts trying to prove something. But the thing is, that was not translated well for half of those characters. Yeah, it, it was translated well for Stan, and it was translated well for uh, no literally stan well and the girl 
Delilah? Uh, or Stokely? Stokely, yeah. Because she, because everyone made fun. And that's another weird thing. Because uh, what's her name? Who plays Stokely? Uh, Clea Duvall. Clea Duvall. Um, because in the movie, everyone thinks she's a lesbian. Yes. And and you know, people make fun of her for being lesbian. And in real life, she's a lesbian. She's a lesbian. I think she she may have been closeted. No, the, I think she was. She was out. Very she, much out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then you, they, she learned that she pretends to be lesbian. Mm-hmm. So people don't talk to her. Yeah, and, and I'm like, if anything, that's making more people because that's just how they were assholes back then. They just made fun of her for it. Yeah, and that's just that's going into the yeah, one it, of the first things we talked about, just the blatant homophobia of like the 80s and yeah, 90s. Yeah, and she's not les- Just make her. She can be a lesbian. Why can't? What? Why make her? It makes no sense to make her pretend to be lesbian. Yeah. Literally no sense. It almost feels like they were trying to make it like, oh, a real life callback or or some kind of like real life homage. Yeah, and I thought like her and Mary because I thought like Mary Beth was also lesbian. Yeah, and like liked her gay thing, which I think that would have (laughs) been. I thought it was like a gay thing. No, I think that would have been good. You know, I think I think it would have it would have played into the whole reason why all of the creatures seem to like that little creature seemed to like form to her hand in the tank because she liked her because she liked her i think it, yeah i think it would have been so much better if it was like i want you because i'm in love with you yeah and and and, and that would make uh if it is like a hive mind type thing it would have made stan's speech make more sense too because he he kept saying uh he was like i want you we want you, and it's like you know. Yeah, which one's staying again? Uh, the one, the quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was thinking that was Elijah Wood. No, that's Casey. No, but it, it makes sense for Elijah Woods or Casey too, for because they're all. I'd say the only ones that are outcasts are Casey. Um. I, I, I'm Casey good. Stokely, Stokely, and and maybe Zeke a little Zeke. bit. No, but I mean he's he just he's just he's a drug dealer. Like you know, he's not like an out. Like he's not searching for himself. He's like that makes yeah. the ending of him make zero sense. Fucking bananas. I I already just want to get to it, but I I'm trying to get through the of the whole plot before we talk about that because yeah. it's. Bananas. Yeah, yeah, no. The only ones that were outcast were Casey, and Stokely, Stokely, and maybe the core, the quarterback a little bit, because he was trying yeah. to find what he wanted. To do. I need to like look up their names. Well, that's why I pulled this up because it's so hard to read. read it uh, at all because <laughs> the uh, like, it's like uh, gray background. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like it only makes sense for them. The other ones, like um, Delilah, was not an outcast mm-hmm. at all. She was popular. No, yeah, she was annoyingly popular. Yeah, and I would say Zeke, no, because he's popular. Mm-hmm. He he's just he does does his own thing. Um, yeah, and even Stan, like I mean, he's just he's not unpopular. He just he wants to do something different. And I do want to point out something else that's on my list. Uh, while we're talking about Stan, the only part that was annoying to me about Stan is he knows Casey. He knows all the shit that he gets put through. He knows he gets his fucking dick railed yeah. into the flagpole <laughs> and then there's the scene in the fucking 
uh, locker room where Usher and this other guy are picking on him, mm. and Stan walks up and goes, hey, which is clearly a, hey, stop messing with him. So then they walk away, and he walks by Casey, and Casey goes, uh, it must really blow being you. And then Stan goes, you have no idea. And it's like, that's not comparable. Yeah. It's not. You want to be taken seriously as an academic, but you're extremely popular and you don't get picked on and you don't get bullied and you don't go home to like shitty parents. Yeah. Because Casey's parents are shitty as fuck. Yeah. The, the, the worst thing that happened to Stan was he lost his girlfriend, which I mean, that was kind of a blessing. In but then he got a girlfriend. Oh, not to Stan? spoil the end. Yeah. Oh, you mean Stan? Stan. Oh, no, no. I, I mean, yeah, but, like, I mean, like, because, like, he's acting like, oh, my God, I have to. It's not like the weird shit with Stokely where she pretends to be a lesbian. Yeah. He could be an academic. Hell, you want to be honest, he doesn't have to quit football to no. be an academic. I mean, I understand the coach is a shitty. I mean, yeah, I, he's if a you piece want, of shit. And also, um, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Um, but then we could go back. Uh, he like tells the coach who's infected that he wants to quit, mm-hmm. and the coach he acts normal like normal like he gets mad because like, yeah. it's before the big game. And I'm gonna be on I'm kind of on the coach's side a little <laughs> bit because that's the worst time to quit. Well, he wasn't really mad. He was, he said uh, he said. He was well, that like sarcastic? He was sarcastic, but not really, because he was like, well, "What do you want me to say?" Uh, well, he was sarcastic, but he's like, "What do you want me to say?" My star quarterback comes up and tells me he wants to quit the team right before uh, Grundy County, uh, the game of Grundy County on Friday. The only team that could kick our ass. Uh, he must be going through. You must be go- going so- through something yeah. intense. And who am I to stand in the way of the human condition? Yeah. That was one of the scenes where he was just, like, giving himself away. And he's like, what kind of human being would I be if I stood in the way of that? <laughs> yeah, and that's, again, what what do you do? You want these infected humans to act like? Yeah. Like, what do you want? Like, do you want them to act? And I don't know if that's a Kevin Williamson thing or if that's a Robert Rodriguez thing. I think, I no, I think it's, like, a writing problem. Like, yeah. like they have no idea... I mean, I, I just, I tried to rationalize it. Like, it's just different depending on the person, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's still stupid. It would be so much more fun if they just act, like, acted opposite. Or, but then it wouldn't make sense because, like, they're trying to blend in. They can't act opposite. But mm-hmm. then some of them do act opposite. So, I, I think the only way is to just make them act normal. Right. And then you notice them doing shady stuff. Yeah. That'd be scary. That would be scary. Um, okay, so fast forward a little bit. And uh, so Casey and Delilah break into the... Uh, t- uh, they break into the... <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's it real. Like, we say... We said it was 12, and it makes it seem like... Maybe we're making it up because you guys may think we're not really in front of a fire, which we are. We are. You hear the crack. We like, did get kidnapped. We did get kidnapped. <laughs> but it really is. It's... It's one thirty yeah. uh, <laughs> in the morning. Um, so anyway, they break into uh, the teacher's lounge to try because they both work for the school paper. She's mm. the editor, and he is the photographer. And so um, they're trying to dig up a juicy story. Yeah. And then uh, 
Coach Willis and Mrs. Olsen come in and they hide in the closet, which ex- right before they hide in the closet, excellent moment where uh, uh, Delilah says something shitty about one of the teachers and he goes, and Casey goes, um, God, you really can be such a... And then uh, Delilah says, a what? And he goes, a pretty cool human being if you're not being a world-class grade-A bitch. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... And then she's like kind of flattered by uh, that. Yeah, because she's like, uh, she's like, are you flirting with me, Casey? And he yeah. goes, no, no, I'm not. Uh-huh. Well, then that's when they come in. He grabs her. They hide in the closet. And Salma Hayek, the nurse, she comes in after... Uh, Coach Willis and Mrs. Olsen have this weird conversation about how, like, you know... Oh, one thing we skipped is that Stan, after he says, you have no idea, um, he goes into the gym shower and he gets accosted by Mrs. Brundle? Is that her name? I think so. It's like an old woman. It's the old woman from the first scene with Principal Drake. um, Who is just, like, her skin's falling off and everything and she reveals, like... Uh, they're trying to take us all. They're trying to, you know, all that. And, uh, but she, uh, she essentially dies. So Man, that's a weird scene. It is a weird Cause, scene. Cause like, why was she just, just because she was dying, she was <laughs> like caught. Well, she, she had run out of like, cause they need water to survive. That's yeah. But why, I mean, they're still why. infected though. Yeah. Um, so like, there, she was like, just like saying like, Oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to rat out. My other yeah, partners. Everyone. Yeah. I think that was her human side uh, that came through a little bit. But, I mean, yeah. that could just be me making an excuse. Yeah, I mean, like, they're not, like, dead No, when they get infected. Well, she died. <laughs> I mean, she died. Her, I'm her saying, body definitely died. No, I'm saying, like, they could still be... Their consciousness yeah. is still in there. Except for, like, the principal. I don't see how she's alive. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Uh, they have a weird conversation about like how uh, Mrs. Brundle couldn't uh, handle it. Her body couldn't handle it and everything. And then Salma Hayek comes in and they attack her and try to infect her. But they hear uh, Casey and um, and Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> oh, look at you. Know the name <laughs> uh, they hear Casey and Delilah in the closet because... Uh, Mrs. Brundle's body falls down. Yeah, that's and, weird that they just hit her in the closet. Yeah, that they just hit her in the fucking sack. Especially if not all the teachers are are uh, fucking turned yet. Yeah, and also, how would they get her there without yeah. people wondering? Especially when Stan, like, was screwed, like, something's wrong with her, you know? And, like, everyone was put on notice of, like, what happened to her. Yeah, yeah, so everybody know. Yeah, that's just fucking weird. Um... But I'm ho- I hope you know we're an hour and twenty two minutes into this. I hope I'm actually reading well because it, it looks low. I'll fix it in post. Um, but but anyway, they go to check the closet. Yeah. Casey comes out with an umbrella, stabs him, and, uh, stabs Coach Willis, and they run away. Yeah. And fast forward, um, Casey comes back to the school alone with his parents and he had called the cops to tell them that mrs brundle's body was there i feel like brundle's not the right name but who knows she's dead after this scene (laughs) um (laughs) turns out they replaced the body with a 
because uh, Principal Drake, it's revealed in that scene when they're, when him and Delilah are running away that she's alive. Yeah, yeah. It's also revealed that Mr. Tate has been turned. Yeah, it's almost like them trying to kill her made no sense. It made no fucking sense. Um, but then, uh, you know, the, Casey called the cops. They come down there. Casey comes down there with his parents, and they look in the closet, and Mrs. Brundle's body was replaced with a CPR dummy. Yeah. Um, so then, they essentially gaslight. Uh, his parents into thinking he's crazy or on drugs to where he's trying to convince them and they go back to their house. He's like searching for drugs. Searching for drugs, tearing apart his room, like destroying his room and then they ground him. And oh, this, is a weird, this is a weird scene. It's a weird scene for two reasons. One, Casey's parents, I wrote down, Casey's parents are annoyingly combative for, quote, wanting to help. Yeah, because like, because every time it's they, one thing, it, it, if it was like um, Zeke, mm-hmm. Zeke's parents, and like you, you always get into so much trouble, yeah, you know, like wh- why do you think we would believe you? You're always lying, yeah. But like, what? As far as we know, Casey's a perfect. Yeah, because they even say he's a straight A kid. Yeah, like know? why would he lie about that? Exactly. Um, and the other reason is after he gets grounded. Uh, I'm finally on the back of the first page. There's, there's only two pages, but... Um, <laughs> but um, after he's grounded and his parents leave his room, he goes on the computer to print off something. Yeah, that's what... And then he leaves through the window. No, he, like... It's not just, like, printing something off. He print. He, it's like... He has, like, a contraption. <laughs> like, there's like, a, like, yeah, like yeah, a, there's a little hickey. robot dog just walking. And not, like, print... Like, not... When we distract, you have to like see it to understand. It's like he goes on his computer, he types something, and his computer's printing something. It doesn't look like it's printing anything. It's just like going through the process of printing. And then there's like a little like it's like a bug. It's well, it looks like just like the bare bones version, like tiny bare bones version of the Boston Dynamic dog. Yeah, like the robotic dog. Uh, yeah, and it's like mo- I. I and that never gets explained what that is. But see, I didn't. I didn't even write that part down. My my whole point was, he prints something. It seems like it's important what he's printing because he immediately jumps. He goes from uh, his parents close the door and his dad goes clean up the room yeah. uh, after he destroyed it. Yeah. Um, but then he goes, he runs over, prints something off quickly, and then escapes out his window to where he looks down and. Uh, like three of them. Three of them. Coach Willis, Mrs. Olsen, and I don't know who. I maybe Mr. Tate. Maybe. Um, no. Or just, wasn't it the principal? It may have been Principal Drake, but yeah. like the three of them, their silhouettes are just standing there on the sidewalk. Yeah. And then he falls off the trellis, and they walk up and like look like they're gonna grab him. And then his dad walks out and goes, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. And then they're like not there. They're not there. But here's another thing I wrote down. Uh. I wrote down, were they really outside Casey's house or was he imagining it? And then when Casey's dad brings him back inside, why is his mom weirdly standing in the window? Yeah, that makes because that made me think she got infected. It makes me think that they both are already no, infected. And that's not even the first moment. Because like when, I, I'm going to go ahead, but then we're going to go back. 
but when he drops them off at school the next yes. day, it, the, uh, uh, the dad drops him off at school even though he says he doesn't want to. And then he's walking, and then Casey turns around, and he sees the coach. Talking to his dad. dad. And then they both look at him really weird. Yeah. And then I thought maybe he infected them there. We never find out if the parents get infected. No. Because that's the last time we see him. Yeah, it's never touched on again, but it's like... It's I'm assuming never confirmed. they did. If they, are, if they were infected before, it's never confirmed when they were. Yeah, and also, why did they not infect their son when they were right there? Exactly. But also, I do want to go back to Doohickey on his, <laughs> his desk. Because, like, I don't... I don't get it. Because, like, one, we don't <laughs> figure out what he's printing. What the fuck like, is it? Is no, I, I, it drives me crazy. Because, like, what... What were we as the audience supposed to think he was doing? Because one, I love the how thing we're both he, focused on two completely yeah, different no, things. No, because like isn't that weird? Just Ooh. just like he types on the computer and he prints something off and the page is blank, <laughs> the paper is blank, and there's like not it, it's not like the creature like again <laughs> you have to watch like the it's not the creature is like doing something to the paper. It's just a creature next to the printer. Yeah, like dancing a it's, little bit it's a little fucking thing that just go, tick, 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 tick. yeah yeah <laughs> go, tick, yeah and i looked on wikipedia they don't even mention it they don't even <laughs> mention that part of the movie i don't think oh let me see i'm i'm looking um hold on hold on hold on no hold on because um because it's weird isn't it no, uh, they win this, uh, next I didn't even focus on. I was so concerned with what was on the paper that he felt the need the to page print. was empty. The paper was empty. No, they just skip over. They just talk about also the they infect the police, which yeah, I they, think wouldn't that be step one? Yeah, infect the police, which they it does it does get revealed later that the cops are uh, the majority of the police forces. Yeah, but after. Infected? Why? After infecting why, the entire school? Yeah. Wh- why would they infect a rinky-dink school first? Well, it, if you ask that, you also have to ask why did she decide to disguise herself as a teenager? Why did she disguise herself at all? <laughs> That's the she's thing. like she literally she's a giant fucking monster. Well, it's the thing. Well, actually, I can answer that because, and there's probably people listening to this screaming at us because. When Stan, when they're about to have that fight with Mr. Furlong, um, Stan goes, uh, okay, Casey, I'll uh, basically indulging him. He Mm. goes, if there are aliens, why here? Why in Ohio? And Casey, one of my favorite lines is Casey goes, I actually wrote it down. Um, Let's see. If you were going to take over the world, would you blow up the White House Independence Day style or come in through the back door? Oh, yeah, but I mean, I understand that. I mean, I guess the school. Because they, they are planning, like, world domination, right? Like, they yeah. want to. I, I don't know. It's just, I mean, I guess that, yeah. I mean, you got to start some, somewhere. I, I just start, like. I mean, I know you want to come in through the back door, but I'd start with, like, military power. The, yeah. <laughs> I would start there. But anyway, back to this whole th- uh, this doohickey <laughs> on his ru- this whole- yeah because <laughs> I know that dro- was on my mind throughout the rest of the movie. I'm not even kidding, right? Uh, what I came down because like 
I guess it was to if the like father or mother walked past his door, they would hear stuff. I guess and think, oh, he's in his room. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess. But then, like, like why would sense. you need a just play? I don't know. Like, what? What the was the point in that? Now. It, it's just a. But they told him to clean his room. The point of that is to make two nerds talk about it for way too long. Because yeah, no, <laughs> it, it, it's so weird that never, it's never mentioned. And, and also, he, it, I guess it's also to show that he's a smart guy. He doesn't do anything. No. In the rest of the movie, it's Zeke that does all the smart shit. Well, but then Casey saves the day. But I do want to say... But that uh, nothing to do... Any one of them could have done that. Yeah. Um, I do want to get to it. There's a line about Casey that... I didn't make sense until I just now thought about it. Um, but, uh, okay, so anyway, fast forward to uh, he gets back to school. Or, uh, Casey goes into school after his dad drops him off and him and the coach stare at him. Yeah, and then you think, I guess he's infected now. Yeah. He, he runs into Delilah, who is oh, yeah, <laughs> who's just wearing glasses and uh, she essentially she goes, uh, "Do you think I'm in drag just to like yeah whatever?" She looked, it's like she looks the same, but she looked in nothing. glasses. Yeah, and then we kept joking in the commentary, like, "Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is this bitch?" Because she keeps it like, like if she had like a, like a disguise, like even then, like they know you're gonna come to school. I immediately felt bad saying bitch, by the way. Why? Because I just felt... It, I don't know. Oh. Maybe it was misogynistic. I don't know, but I felt... I felt <laughs> no, no, no. no, I mean, but... I mean, she... I mean... I mean, she's a bitch throughout yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a great a bitch. No, but she, um... I, I like, like, I don't I get... Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Wait, are you I feel like I moved the mic too close and now it's too loud. No, it's I don't know. I, I, I don't... I don't get what... These people do things that make no sense. <laughs> Sometimes it pisses me off because, like, the whole rinky dink thing on his fucking desk, <laughs> and, and and then the saying she's coming in drag, even though she's literally wearing what like a hoodie, not even and, that. and her hair up. Her hair might have been up, but it was just the glasses. She had like a hood on, I think. Maybe. And, I think she, she had a hat on, or something. Yeah, like oh, it, it's like like. She's not like Superman. She's like that's not gonna keep everyone from seeing her. Um Oh and also also real quick, why was he leaving? Why why did he go out the window? Where was he going? That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Wait, that was another thing. That whole scene made no sense. Because yeah. it's like was he going to Delilah? Maybe? What, what was she gonna do? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't Call know. her or something. Yeah. I mean, if you ever because they well, worked he on took the, the paper phone. together. Oh he, yeah. He took the phone away. Yeah, I don't know where and also the whole thing. I under like it's a, what I said about like how the alien, even though the, when the alien infected, like the infected people were trying to kill the principal, it doesn't make sense, but it's supposed to make them like creepy and like a, a threat. It, it was weird. Like, what, why did all three of them, why were all three of them outside trying to get him? Like, if why they were, would like why could you just send one? Yeah. Like, do you think they were actually there though? That was my question. I mean, if earlier. it was a hallucination, that never happens again. No, in the movie, 
May, I mean, maybe he was because it's not like he's going crazy. That's the thing. For it's this is definitely an ensemble movie, but there's no character development in the in, no. There's literally there's no none. individuality to any of the characters, and and me saying that I get that it's an ensemble movie, and so like it can get away with that to a degree, but the individuality that they do give the characters is nothing. Is nothing, and it doesn't play out. The in mo- a way that's beneficial to the story at all. It's like it's so weird that the most character development is that, um, fuck, what's her Stan? name? Stan? No, the, uh... Stokely? Stokely. She, um, the, that, that the most character development is she stops pretending to be a lesbian. <laughs> lesbian. Yeah. But that was just so stupid. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so now we're at... Uh, we're back at school. Fast forward to um, there they he, Casey tries to convince Stokely yeah, that, oh, that yeah yeah that the things in science fiction are real, and she's like, but they're just it's just fiction. Yeah, that this is the thing that I had a problem. Oh, with. please go ahead. Yeah, because his explanation is nuts. It is the the amount of jumps in logic that this guy has. Because I, I, he, and I'm not kidding. Like I rewatched the scene. Like I, he's saying that <laughs> aliens are <laughs> that are making making these movies like Evasion of the Body are making these alien movies to desensitize us for when aliens actually come and reveal themselves. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how in the fuck did you get what? We don't even learn if that's true. That could be true. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, not in our, our universe. Yeah. But I mean, in their, I mean, I, <laughs> but in their universe, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how he got to that. I'd just be like, hey, something's infecting these teachers. No, he goes on this, like, rant about how, you know, that's why these movies are made, you know? Like, just to desensitize us. And he makes that fucking Schindler's List line, which I thought was a little mm. bit inappropriate. Because she goes, she goes, it's just, it, it's they're books in the fiction section. And he, he goes, so is Schindler's List. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that, that, that feels like a weird analogy yeah, to make. Like, because like the Holocaust happened, yeah, brother. So, yeah, so is he saying that they're all... That, that invasion of the body snatchers actually happened? Is that nonfiction? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... I, that literally... It doesn't make any sense what he was thinking. Well, I do think that line goes hard about the... If you're going to blow up the White House, would, would you go through the back door? And I'm like, no, I'd blow up the White House. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't clip that. <laughs> Just say, yeah, I'd blow up the White House. Don't I, say it I, again. I know, I'm not... Guys, <laughs> I'm, Guys not, I'm not. We're blood. quoting a movie. No, uh, <laughs> God damn. But I mean that, that line does go hard. That line goes hard. <laughs> but okay, thank you for uh, re-saying that line because <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, fast forward to there uh, after he tries to convince uh, Stokely, Casey, and Stokely, and Delilah and Stan go to Mister Furlong's. Uh, Oh, we skipped that scene, by the way. Which scene? The first Mr. Furlong scene. 
So oh yeah, where we they... skipped that whole fucking scene. So okay, sorry guys. Yeah, um, that's kind of important. That's a pivotal fucking moment because they find a little creature on the football field. Yeah. So Casey, when he's eating his lunch, finds a little pod, a little like bug, like thing. cocoon thing, on the football field, and he brings it to Mister Furlong, who's like a biology teacher, and he says. Uh, you know they're trying to figure it out, like what it is, and they find out that it's reactive to water. Yeah. So they put it in water, and it becomes this like floating like thingamajig, yeah, fish bug thing. Yeah, uh, which ends up biting Mister Furlong. Yeah, they and you know fast forward to this scene that we're talking about now. Like he's infected. He's yeah. infected. Um, and also, you said it formed around Stokely's hand. It's antennas. When she put her hand up to the... In that first scene, she puts Man. her hands up to the tank. Yeah, it's hard to see. And the little veins form yeah. a hand. Yeah, I, I feel like that was... That wouldn't shock me if that, like, Mary Beth... Like, she was actually lesbian, and her and Mary Beth actually, like, became a thing. Which, there is a funny line when... At, at her... At uh, Delilah's most homophobic moment, when she's like, I hope you're not a raging... A lesbian like your newfound friend here and uh one of the funniest lines is mary beth goes uh i can't uh, or she fuck what is it she's like um i'm not aware of any lesbianism in my lineage it's <laughs> such a fucking funny line <laughs> yeah. uh, but but that was the pro- that was in the dr- like if it was yeah that was, was what they were planning but then like you have to get rid of that from the first half of the strip because now it just it looks like that because you're right it did seem like i thought she was gonna be like the last one standing not casey no i thought casey was gonna be the first to go which fast forward since we're doing all all this fast forwarding anyway uh in the scene that's like a direct like homage to the the blood test scene in the thing um the line that always confused me was uh Delilah goes, she randomly in the middle of everybody accusing everybody. She goes, Casey, when did you become Sigourney Weaver? And it's like nothing that Casey had done would warrant him the you yeah. know the analogy of Sigourney like Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Yeah. Until the end of the movie, but she's he's the last one where he's the last one standing. And that's just like, like Sigourney pure, Weaver and Alien. That's just pure. Because technically, it was Casey and Zeke. Yes, and then Zeke got fucking launched over yeah. the walkers. Yeah, so it, I, because like it should have just been Stokely, maybe, maybe Stokely and Casey should have been the last ones. I, I, I just I think she should have been in love with Stokely, and then like I think it should have. It would have like been a kind of emotional because like she'd be like, I can't fall in love with an alien you know or maybe this was the thing i was talking about where i had a problem is that like um she's trying to like reason with casey to join them and i'm like they're like you what you're painting like like she's saying like there's no pain no anything like that but it seems like it's not that fun what you've shown me but it would make more sense if it was stokely and it was Mary Beth trying to convince her to yeah, love her. Yeah, because like it was like because they she loves her, like she's just trying to convince her. And, but it's because uh, it makes you think, oh, maybe Stokely will like. I mean, you know, she's not gonna like 
join them. But yeah. like, it makes sense. Because, like Casey, I never thought like he was gonna be. Hey, you got a point there. No, because she's been played up as this like sci-fi nerd that like knows all this shit. So like, yeah, yeah, and like for Casey, it's like there's no positive for him even considering joining them. Mm-hmm. But for if it was what we were saying, the Stokely uh, being in love, that it would make sense. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they just they just made the wrong choice in who. You know, like I I think it should the order of people who should have like of the five who should have gotten like messed up. What would have been Delilah, um, Casey? No, Delilah, the football guy, Casey. Zeke, Zeke and, and that, Stokely. Stokely, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but no. So, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I said, but no. That's not, what no, they, that's not, that's not at all what happened. So mm-hmm. that actually leads into what I'm about to say. So, okay. So, they, uh, so while they're talking and, and Casey's trying to convince Stan that there's aliens and he says that classic Independence Day line. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, he says that classic Independence Day line. Uh, all the while, uh, Zeke and Mary Beth are in a like a science storage room where they're stealing beakers for like yeah, and then they him making scat, and they start making out. Here's my thing: Why the fuck didn't she infect Zeke in that moment when she's yeah. when they're kissing? Why? Why? Yeah. That would they were per- kissing though, like a, like for like a, a minute, for a good minute. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know, it makes so. no fucking sense. She maybe, it, she maybe she did want to just be a, a kid, a kid. Yeah, maybe she wanted to be human, but it never. But again, it's another thing where it never translates well. Yeah, it ne- like, no, like none of the characters' motivations come to fruition in a way that's like beneficial to the story. Like I was saying before, and. Again, we'll get into that. We haven't revealed the last scene, which yeah. is butt fucking wild. Yeah, like like it's crazy. Replace Zeke with Stokely in that scene. Yeah, it makes so much more sense. It would be so much better. God yeah. damn it! Yeah. Happy Pride Month, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's June. It's June. Yeah. Um. Uh. But anyway, so they overhear through the vents, uh, or I'm sorry, um, Mary Beth and Zeke overhear through the vents. Casey and Stan and all of them arguing. Yeah. So he runs in. And he's like, ah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, bitch. <laughs> um, but he, he overhears that and he goes, uh, he's like, um, sorry, my eyes like twitching. Um, <laughs> but he he says, uh, you know, the only alien in the school, Casey, is you. <sighs> and it's just like a fucking like fuck you mo- like they're all fighting yeah. and everything and Zeke and Stan are being douchebags to Casey and then Mr. Furlong comes in and they both say oh yeah Casey thinks you're an alien and then Stan's like uh, he thinks the whole school's an alien and Mr. Yeah. Furlong's like is that true Casey <laughs> and he closes the door yeah. and then he goes to attack or Zeke goes to leave. He grabs Zeke, yeah. and he's like, "This will all, this will only take a minute." I, I assure you. And uh, and that was just a stupid idea on his part. Five on one. But here's the sweetest moment of the whole movie: is uh, he throws Zeke 
uh, in this cool, and then in this, he grabs Casey. Yeah. So he's holding Casey by the throat, and so when Zeke sees Casey being held by the throat, he like in this really cool slow motion thing rips off the blade of a paper cutter. Yeah. And points it at Mr. Furlong and goes, put him down, Furlong. Like, yeah. defending Casey. And so then uh, Furlong goes, he, he throws Casey. But right before he throws Casey, you see Stan run towards Casey so that he can get behind him and catch him yeah. so he doesn't hurt himself. It's the sweetest moment because right literally a minute before that, all that happens, they're, all... they're making fun of him. Yeah, like, but that, nothing like that ever happens again. And no. They and don't it, have like a special... I don't even think There's a they... sweet moment in uh, when uh, Zeke scares the shit out of everybody right at the end when he goes, uh, is it over? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. He like slams on the fence. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, it's... Fast forward a little bit. They're fighting... Uh, he, uh, he gets stabbed. Uh, Mr. Furlong gets stabbed with the blade, and then uh, uh, Zeke stabs him in the eye with the thing. with the scat pen. Which the one thing this movie is really good at is foreshadowing a bunch of shit. Yeah. And I haven't gone over all of it, and it'd be too much to go back and mention. I mean, Mary Beth foreshadows herself being the the queen several times. Um, yeah. But, but but in the first scene in the teacher's lounge, John's or Mr. Furlong is talking to the nurse and she has a she's having a cold and she's he's like, I tried calling you last night. How was your cold? And uh she's talking about how it won't go away and he, he says, Uh, maybe you should use your sick days and she goes, I'm saving that for when I'm better and you know, I want to go on vacation. Yeah. And he makes this like snide comment where he's like, Why don't you just put a pen in my eye? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's a yeah. foreshadow, yeah. yeah. But it's like um yeah. And I was think, thinking about like the these aliens, man. Like these fucking aliens, these man. Fucking uh, fucking aliens. Yeah, yeah. I man. I feel like being an alien in the, like these aliens. There's more <laughs> negatives than positive. There's in very this economy. Yeah, yeah, there's very if any positives cuz like I, negatives. They need water, water religiously. Religiously <laughs> to the point where the reason that the scat pen kills it. killed him is because it's made completely of caffeine, like, which like, dries essentially dries you out. It, it's and like, it like kills him immediately. Kills him immediately. Um, let's see, they they need water religiously. They act. Sometimes there's a thirty three percent chance that you'll act weird or you'll act normal, you'll act the opposite, whatever the fuck. Also, they're. They're, I, I would say, like, I guess they're a little stronger. Mm-hmm. We never see oh, the only one alien that like transforms into an alien is the it's queen. Mary Beth, yeah. So I'm assuming the other ones can't do that, or at least not yet. Well, they can. You do get to see their faces do the thing, because yeah, like, but I mean, like, that could just be like. Well, I mean, you see it quite a bit. Like Furlong, he had like the thing uh, later. Um, Miss, what is her name? Uh, uh, uh Zeke's teacher that uh, like has the hot yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. she oh, that was weird. She had her little tongue thing, yeah. and then her head gets to cut. It's a whole thing. Yeah, but <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she's like she, <laughs> no, but like I mean, I was gonna say like yes, it makes you a little. 
because I thought they had like super speed because like because the thing <laughs> with Casey, but again he could have just been hallucinating that or something. And then there's times where like they could like dodge something and they don't. Yeah, they can survive getting their head cut off. Yeah, it, it goes back to your fucking question. What's the benefit? Yeah, like there's what? No benefit there's very alien. like that was like, but I mean it's a grown man against five teenagers. Yeah. So I mean, I, he could throw Casey. Pretty, he's pretty small. Yeah, and he can, and Zeke's kind of, you know. I mean, they were kind of like neck and, and neck. And, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, so then fast forward, uh, they walk out of the school, and this is when they realize that the entire school's infected because they're all looking at them. Yeah. Uh, like all the entire like student body staff, yeah. they're all looking at this group. I don't understand why they all didn't just like all every if everyone's offended, just bum rush. Them, yeah, you know? yeah, because they were they're not playing so secret easy. anymore. They know, but it's because it's a, I, and that's where I'm thinking it's it's because they're a hive mind, and Mary Beth told them not to. Mary Beth oh. was basically just telling them, "Hey, freak them out a little bit." I think. Oh, that's, what it was. That, that's a good yeah. Um, so then. They leave uh, the school and go back to Zeke's house and go into his basement. And for probably the best scene of the entire film. Yeah, it does. Which is a direct homage to the drug test scene in the thing where uh, they essentially do the same thing where they're trying to test to see who is the thing or not. Yeah. Um, uh, so they test. I have a, quite a few questions for this. So, um, they test the thing, they test it out on a rat, because they find a little, one of the little bugs. I, I can't remember how they found, they found the bug. Oh, they got it from Furlong. Yeah, because he, he shot something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, so Casey picked that up as evidence, um, and they go back, so, uh, Zeke lets his pet rat be infected yeah and then he sees the behavior change and then he breaks his neck and dissects him to see what happens and he pours the caffeine he pours the scat on him and uh yeah like disintegrate yeah he essentially disintegrates so they realize that oh you know it dries him out it's what kills him and so you get this scene like in the thing where everybody turns against each other yeah so they all have to they all have to use the scat to try and test and see who's an alien and who's not. Yeah. And it's revealed that it's revealed in that scene that Delilah's an alien. Yeah. And she freaks out and runs away and they get away. But here's here's I'm a, I'm just gonna go through the questions I had. This is one time where I felt like it was revealed that Delilah was an alien. This yeah. is what I was talking about earlier. Um when Zeke breaks the neck of the infected rat, Delilah and Mary Beth look away at the exact same time. In the exact same way. Oh, yeah. They both go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, Which, felt, that's where, like, the hive mind thing came, yeah. comes in. I, mean, that, like, I like those, like, good... That's a plus for, like, those nice touches. And also, you could say her... Because if she got infected before coming to school... Her having on different clothes makes sense. If that was the consistent thing, was that people started dressing different? Yeah, like the like the teacher, you know. Uh, yeah. what the fuck is her name? I don't know. It, it'll be like it she's she she has like the hots 
for Zeke, which is weird. It's not as weird. Like they have like a sexual tension for some reason. He's of age because he's eight. Yeah, he this is his second senior but year. But it's still weird. But it's still weird because of the stature of like she's a teacher, he's still a student. It's, and also, it's it made it seem like they had like history. Yeah, that was what that was weird. And that never gets mentioned because again. if that's the case. That's weird. Then it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. That's where it, shit gets fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Miss Burke. That's Miss Burke. Yeah. But she um. Yeah. Like she, like and before they go to Zeke's house, in that one, before they go to Zeke's house, she starts acting. She like tries to keep them from the going and. Yes. Yeah. Be- there's a scene before they. She yeah, starts, sorry, guys. We're skipping all she, over the place. She she acts like a um. Like, just really mean to Zeke. Yeah, so there's a scene before they confront Mr. Furlong and before, uh, it's even before Mary, It's because it, it's just with Zeke and Mary Beth, they're talking, yeah. and uh, it's before they go to the science room to get the supplies, um, but he's approached by Danny Master, uh, fuck up number one and fuck up number two. And they, they're like, give me all the scat you have. And they're clearly infected. Mm-hmm. But one thing I love about that scene is it's clearly Mary Beth realizing that there's something in the scat that's going to yeah. fuck them up. Yeah. And so she sent fuck up one and two to uh, obtain all the fucking scat yeah. that he has. Yeah, and that's uh, and that because that makes sense. Because like I was, I think I said in the. Like the, the commentary? Yeah, I said, like, how do they know? And yeah. that, that, like, it is like a hive mind thing. It would have to be, but it's never established that. It, it, that's uh, that's that, another thing. That's the thing, because we're just, we're making the movie better by our assumptions. Yeah, and that's one thing me and you have done for years. It's like, yeah. anytime we d- talk about a movie at length, it, we, we, we make it make sense. Yeah, or, or we, like... Because, like, I mean, like, when you're talking about it, you have to, like, go into, like, what if this happened? What, you know, it's just fun yeah. doing it that way. It's a, it's a lot of speculation, yeah. but when there's plot holes. Yeah, like, because we're talking shit about this movie, but I, I like, we're going to get at the end. Like, we're not rating it that low. No. It's a, it was a man. fine movie. Yeah. But, like, you got you to go, it's fun. Like, people need to realize, like, I always hear people say, like, you know, like, people are so critical. Like, yeah, it's fun to be critical. You know, it's 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 about a movie that doesn't matter. You know, yeah, like, it's, in it's the grand scheme, movie. in the grand scheme of things, this shit like movies, all that shit doesn't matter. It's just fun to talk about. It's fun to critique. You I know? mean, things matter. Like I, I, I'm saying, I get like, what you're saying. It, it does matter. Movies saying, matter, but it's, if it matters to you, it does matter. I'm just saying, our opinion is what doesn't matter. Is, or even is that, what you're it, it does. Like I'm saying, like right here, like what we're saying matters. But I'm saying in the grand scheme of, like, the universe. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what we say. It doesn't matter yeah. how good the movie actually is objectively. Yeah, like, it ma- it matters, but, like, nothing matters. God, that's... In the universal sense. See, this is... It's 2.12 right now. Yeah. This is what happens when we when we <laughs> record this line. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, because noth- nothing in life matters on a cosmic... <laughs> uh, on a, it matters to us. Yeah, because we're living it, but in, in into the world, you know, when we affect it, but on a cosmic level, do you think Neptune cares what our opinions of the faculty are? 
Neptune? Neptune. Neptune. Sweet Neptune. Sweet Neptune. Oh, praise Lord Neptune. <laughs> I thought you meant like the SpongeBob, like Lord Neptune. No, oh. to like the planet. Oh, okay. Venus. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, that's, you know, that's a very like cosmic thing to think about. Let's, you know what? Let's take a breath and just enjoy this crackling fire for a second. There's going to be a sound effect. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, no, there's going to be a real fire. fire. We did get... Do you like that plot point that I added to the thing? What? I was wondering, like, did he like that? I insinuated that we got kidnapped by an ice cream oh, truck yeah. driver. I, we're in Arizona right now. <laughs> we're in... We're in... Only in Location Ohio. redacted. Yeah, no, we should have said we're in Ohio. Because be we could call back to that classic meme. Only in Ohio, bro. Only in Ohio. Would you get kidnapped by a ice cream truck driver? Ice cream man. Um, but yeah. Wait. Is that an owl? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, you don't even have to add this out. You're, wel- you're, you're, wel- you're welcome, though. Thank you. Uh, all right, so next question. Uh, okay, so when they all turn on each other, why did Delilah turn it on Mary Beth if she knew that she was the queen? Because it would have been weird. Well, but the way she did it, she was like, because she said uh, all this started happening when you moved here. Yeah. It would be but, di- but, if she said something different. If she was like, that. "Well, you're the new person," blah blah blah. But she was like, "No, this started happening when you, you <laughs> yeah, were here." Yeah. <laughs> Mary was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, I mean, I, but I mean, I, no, I, mean, I think you had to say because, like, it, it would have been weird if, like, like, why aren't you saying anything to Mary Beth? Are you guys in cahoots or something? Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and also, um. I'm going to, you know, go forward and back because it's a flashback <laughs> that happens in the movie. The reason why it doesn't affect Mary Beth when she does the thing is she closes her nostrils. Yeah, she yeah. closes it all. Yeah. Like, you think all of them, all the aliens <laughs> would have, would have that, that feature. That is such a weird thing. It's so specific for only her to have. Yeah. Because it, it is only... Because they're all the same species. Yeah, it's only beneficial in this exact moment. Maybe Delilah just didn't know she could do that. But if it's a hive mind thing... Then she would have told her. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Because they have, like, shit in their face. Yeah. Yeah, they they know about the little tentacles thing. Yeah, but... I, uh, because that's such a weird thing... It was like they it was like they were writing the movie and they're like how could we make it so Mary Beth didn't get in fact affected so oh just have her nose just like close yeah. like have her nose closed and it's like that's such a weird thing when they could have just said to you know, have they, since they did it at the same time and Delilah freaked out just say, she never got the chance to do it cuz she th- that is what happened like, w- w- yeah that is literally what happened isn't it that's what could have happened there she, was no point in her having to snort that. It. Yeah, exactly. They There's no just, point in adding that. Well, but I guess it's like more. Oh, look at the it, it, alien. <laughs> yeah, which what which twist? Oh, because you're like I th- you took the thing. It's like oh, I didn't do it when she she started freaking out. That's less impactful than oh, I can close my nostrils. Right. <laughs> but, but like yeah, because like you know, like we evolve, right? Yeah. So like these aliens have evolved. Mm-hmm. What what evolution reason is there to close your nostrils? Yeah, 
I mean, sh if they survive on water, they could have gills. Uh, yeah, but like, why? But like, they're human. They're acting human. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. You want to hear a, a a more a point that would make you uh, like go what the fuck even more? Yeah. About Casey, I mean. Yeah. Uh, why did Casey point the gun at Zeke after Delilah was revealed to be the alien and she was freaking out? He pointed the gun at Zeke yeah. for th oh, so long. Yeah, I, I don't. He, he, he I like, just think he's a moron. And she, and they go, shoot her. And he go, he finally goes. Yeah. <laughs> you got a point there, man. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though this, what did I, Zeke do to have him point the gun at him? That's the thing. I mean, he hadn't. Um, he had. He, but he was the last one. He said, I don't get high on my own stash. Well. And that was like, like I guess you could be like, hey, that's a little suspicious. No, but like, Stokely was the last one. No, no, it was no, it Zeke. Was, no, it was Casey. Because Stan and Zeke got in a fight about it. So Casey took it. Uh, Stan, Casey started laughing. So Stan pointed the gun at Casey and said, what the fuck is wrong with him? And then Zeke was like, he's high. Uh, he's tweaking, man. Let him tweak. And so then Stan pointed the gun at, him, at Zeke. Oh, yeah. So Zeke right. was the second one yeah, to take it. Yeah, he was, yeah. And then, so then Zeke, uh, Stan for some reason let Zeke take the gun. And yeah. uh, so then Stan. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> that was stupid, yeah. Stan took it, and then Zeke made Stokely take it. And the, yeah. Um, but I just don't know why he pointed the gun at her for so long. No. Um, and then, so, okay, so the next thing is, uh, fast forward to, they go back to the school after Delilah runs away, because they're like, well, who do we think the queen, where do we think the queen would be, and, uh, and Stan goes, well, there's only one place she would be on a Friday night, and you fast forward, yeah. and it's, uh, the football game. Yeah, but also, this is going on. Not only is it, I mean, it's not really a stretch because, like, they only the principal is like you know the head. So you think, yeah, that could be the yeah the queen. But also, they they are it's, they don't know that it's on a queen system. No, they're just going based on Stokely's like remedial knowledge of science. Yeah, it also apparently all nonfiction is real according to according Casey. to fucking Casey that fucking yeah. dummy yeah. But what if they're, like, wrong? Also, <laughs> just, just because they killed the queen doesn't mean everyone else will be okay. Because they were, I, I think, then they say, someone say, like, they're all going to be okay once we get the queen. Casey did. Yeah, it was like, not, not, not necessarily. There could, couldn't it be, like, bees, where if a queen dies, then another queen, and there another queen? Takes its place. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so you'd have to kill everyone. Yeah. So, that's just, like, wishful thing. I mean, it I, it's I mean, literally a leap of faith. Yeah, but it's not, like, a, a plot hole. Because, like, I mean, well, they don't have anything else to go no. off, so. Yeah. And especially with it being, it just annoys it's supposed me. to be a commentary on science fiction movies. Yeah, it also, it just annoys me how sure they are that this will work. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, they go to the, uh, the football game. Uh, they get into the gym and they're like, you know, who, who, who is it? So Stokely and Stan go to the, um, they go out to the game and they're talking. They're like, who do you think it is? They're like, oh, it's got to be Drake. And uh, 
<laughs> I, I was gonna sing a Drake song, but <laughs> that's, I, I blanked, I I was, that's why I laughed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's gotta be Drake, man. <laughs> that guy, that goofy goober. Um, but then it cuts to Drake and Mrs. Olsen in the uh, stand after everybody sits back down. And uh, Stokely and Stan run away, and they both turn towards her. And so then Principal Drake follows them back into the gymnasium. It's like, what are you guys doing here? And they, she gets tackled by them, and um, she goes like, well, what's the meaning of this? And uh, uh, Casey goes, sniff this. (laughs) And he holds out the pen. She goes, I will not. (laughs) And... uh, he goes, sniff this, or he shoots you. <laughs> and she goes, I will not. Uh, so then anyway, yeah, there, and they're there, convinced that, or Casey's at least convinced that they might have made the wrong decision. Yeah, and, and that was such a pointless, like, we know she's infected. Yeah. Like, we know. Like, she basically died. Well, that was like, for, like we, that was for their benefit. That wasn't for our benefit. We knew. I know, but the, there was no. But I mean, like for we're watching the movie, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but like you can't expect the the main characters to know what we know. But they act like they know everything. That's fair, but uh, but no. So so then Zeke just fucking point blank shoots her in the head. And uh, no, but that's the thing. They like act like because she starts bleeding. She she bleeds out. Yeah, yeah, and it, so it makes you think. They're trying to make the audience think, oh, she wasn't infected. Yeah. But we're like, she was fucking infected. She got stabbed, and then she comes back the next day perfectly fine. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I, I think that's... I, I mean, the stabbing is stupid. I, I We've yeah. already went into No, I just think the bait and switch is stupid. I think it's fun for the characters, if you think about it in the terms of the characters. You know, because it's like a... Oh, if you think about it being a hive mind it's Ma- and mary beth's in the room so it's like mary beth's essentially telling drake to just you know oh freak him out you know so, <laughs> but what but the if she wanted to um you know what if she wants to like freak him out mm-hmm. have it be like she would make it seem somehow that she was that the principal was the queen, yeah. and it didn't work. Right. Then they're like, oh, now we're fucked. I mean, that's essentially what they did, though. No, she made it seem like they made them think for like half a second, for well, like 20 seconds that she wasn't infected. Yeah. But and then, then she, and then she was. Yeah. So there was no point. But Well, no, but because then, uh, no, because then Mary Beth dumps most of the, uh, scat onto her and she fucking shrivels up and dies so then they're like was she the queen because they don't know so they're like that's why stan goes i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna see if it worked and he Uh, he he runs out there to check and right before he does stokely kisses him and she says uh i just don't want to have never done that essentially dooming him she's essentially saying like you're not gonna come back alive Fuck you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I, I, I guess, but like, no, I just think it was just so pointless yeah. to have that little thing. Like we know, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's it just delayed things. It, it, like it's not like a big deal. It's just it, I just thought it was stupid. Yeah, 
That's fair. Yeah, don't ever do that. We can agree to disagree. Don't ever do that again. All right, well, anyway, so he goes out. He confronts the coach and the players, and they're all absorbing the rainwater. <laughs> oh, yeah, like flowers. <laughs> yeah, like flowers. Uh, and it's revealed that, you know, Drake wasn't the queen. The aliens are still there. So he runs back, scares the shit out of everybody. He's like, let me in, let me in. Like, he's trying to convince them. And, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, and also you forgot they were infecting the opponent. The football oh, yeah. players were all infected. No, I said that earlier, but not yeah. for this scene. Yeah, yeah they, Usher they infecting and the, the other ones, yeah. Yeah, Usher and the other players were infecting the rival team. Yeah, the most impactful thing Usher's character did. Literally. Um, but... And then you never see him again. And you never see him again. Uh, but then, so uh, he comes back, and Zeke and Casey are like, you know, we only got two more. So he slides the thing underneath, and he's like, take it, Stan. Uh, oh, wait. Oh. That just made me realize. When she dumped that whole thing. So that was kind of smart on her part. Yes. Yeah. Because like, no. now they have none. Yeah, I wrote down, fuck Mary Beth yeah, for yeah. dumping the scat. Oh, so that makes a little more sense. Yeah, that's That makes saying, sense man. now. That's what I was trying to say. Because I was before. like, that she was trying, but I mean, she was, she was trying to make it seem like she wasn't. Oh, okay, that makes sense now. She was trying to make them waste it. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense then. Okay. I, yeah, I was I was confused. No, why I, you were confused. I was just like I just thought it was like what they were trying to do was make it seem like make the audience say, "Oh, she wasn't actually infected," but like we knew she was. Yeah, because she was stabbed and then she was fine. Right. Um, well, he goes to try and he goes to take the scat, but then he dumps it out, and it's revealed that Stan is. And we've already kind of talked about this scene, yeah. but it's revealed that Stan is infected, and he's like. You know, you, you'll be beautiful. It's, it's amazing. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, he's stuck out there, and they're like, well, we need more scat and everything. And so uh, Casey and Zeke decide to sneak out, leaving Mary Beth and Stokely in the gym. They decide to sneak out to get go to Zeke's car where he may have more. Yeah. And that's the thing. He may have more. He didn't know for sure if he had more, so he risked both of their lives. Yeah, I mean... And um, they really need one. They really just, only need just one. Just for the queen. And um, now they know that the principal wasn't the queen. I mean, I guess at that point, well, just, at that just point, like they try to leave. Yeah, just try to leave. They should have assumed it was the coach. From the beginning. Because he was the first one acting weird. Yeah. But um, what I think what they should have done was just like leave. Yeah. If they were going to the car, just leave. And and go well no because Delilah destroyed his lab. Well, remember? Yes, that, yeah. but uh, no, that's not what I'm having a hard time. With. Uh, the reason they couldn't leave is because they said they said before Stan left they were like we need to end this tonight or else it's gonna spread beyond the school and it's gonna be yeah, but I mean, across the town. Well, because yeah, but who cares? They know they have an idea of where the queen is. No, they don't. They at that point they do not know who they, the queen they, is. No, they know, but they know it's in the school. They have a hunch it's in the school. But, well, they have a hunch killing the queen <laughs> is gonna make everyone go back to normal. Right. So if we're just going on assumptions, <laughs> so ju- you know, just go 
leave. I know that's the end of the night. I know they're on a time front. Ifs and buts were candies and nuts. <laughs> yeah. We'd all have a merry Christmas. <laughs> that's right. That's literally what it is. Because like, yeah, you know, I know. Because like, I understand what you mean. Like, they're going off of this assumption. They have nothing else to go off of. So they may as well instead of hoping and praying that Zeke has like four or five left in his fucking car. Yeah. They should just go. They could make a new lab. If anything, do it tonight. Make a new lab tonight so they can have. So before it gets, they get so infected, they like. See, I don't agree with that. I think I don't think they would have had enough time to do all that. To get all that equipment ready. I mean, hell, they should have been caught when they were walking out of the school since everyone. Because mm-hmm. the, the only. The queen was only keeping it a secret from four people now. Yeah. For no reason. Uh, well, cause I think I think it, it does boil down. It would, to she it wanted w- friends. It would it would have made so much sense if she it was, was a lesbian. A lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The, the t- uh, title of that make that the title of the <laughs> episode. It would have made <laughs> sense if she was a Why lesbian. Why wasn't she a lesbian? <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on. <laughs> no, come, come on, y'all. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Am I right? No, it's nineteen ninety eight. That's <laughs> when the movie came out. <laughs> um, well, anyway, they, uh, so two storylines happening right now. So uh, Zeke and Casey run to the car, and they they see the uh, fucking football team going hi, 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 <laughs> just like chanting around the buses. So they hide under a bus, and Casey goes. Uh, does it really take two of us to uh, go to your car? And he said, no, one of us is a distraction. And he pushes Casey out from underneath yeah, the I was, like, I was like, that was mean. Yeah. That was, I, I thought you guys were like having like a little... Because I thought it would be cool if they had like... Because they have no interaction, barely, except yeah. for Zeke and Mary Beth and Stokely. It's just like they like each other. Yeah. But but they would have been nice if like Casey finally has friends. Because that was the whole point. He doesn't have any friends. Except for maybe Stokely. Who well, Stan was on his side several times. Stan protected him like twice. Yeah, but I mean, like, they could have grown. It wasn't like they were friends. It was just like, he's just a nice guy. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't even call Stokely his friend. He let <laughs> did Casey get his nuts. Yeah, she did say uh, crash and burn yeah. after he got elbowed in the face. It, it just would have been nice. It, it, the movie could have been a little longer. I feel like it was an hour and forty four minutes. It didn't feel like a lot happened no, character wise. If it was longer, it should have been better. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should have, yeah. yeah. But I mean that's true of anything. You can make there's so many things that it would have been better if it was longer. But I mean I feel like they don't have control of that across the, the spider verse being one of them. It was a two it was a two hour and forty minute long I movie. I could have watched forty hours. That's why I always say that you Wait, showed don't, me. Don't, don't spoil I'm not it. gonna spoil. I'm just saying uh, you showed me that TikTok of the guy mad like like yeah I want my refund for my yeah. ticket. You watched a two hour and forty hour movie that was forty hour, two yeah. hour and forty minute movie that was perfect. 40, t- two hour and forty minute movie. That is the first part, and the second I feel I mean I don't know the second part is probably gonna be longer, yeah, uh, or just as long. I feel like I understand why te- people are mad. Like, I feel like that's still technically a spoiler for people who haven't seen it. The, the, but no, but what if the movie called uh, like Across Spider Verse Part One? Yeah, it was so really- people knew it was going to be a Part One. Yeah, but 
some people don't pay attention. There's, well, there's... that's on them. That's on them then. <laughs> the hell? Um, I'm I'm still gonna put a slight warning. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. I, I didn't say how it ends. <laughs> I just said that it 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 connects to the second movie. Right. Uh, or that to the next movie. Um. And it ends on a cliffhanger. We all knew it was going to. <laughs> Did you think Infinity War was going to have a satisfying conclusion? Or was it going to end on a cliffhanger? No, I knew it was going to be. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. All right, well, let's, let's get back to it. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. So... Uh, <laughs> so... Um, Zeke runs to his car. He's confronted by uh, Miss Burke who, like, is trying to be all sexy with him. Uh, He gets in his car. She bursts through the car window. (laughs) (laughs) Like a fucking... uh, What's that Bill Hader thing? Uh, The Casey Kasem, the... Like a Lebanese torpedo. (laughs) Lebanese (laughs) torpedo. But, uh... She fucking bursts in. He, like, straps himself in and, like, hits a bus and she goes flying. Her head gets decapitated and her head... So her like, body what? tries to find her head yeah. in like a, you know, and it, her head has tentacles. It's a whole thing. Yeah, had to be there. <laughs> yeah, had to be there. <laughs> That's man. the second time we did that joke. <laughs> like that. I uh, think it was of the same scene. Like when I said it. Oh it was, yeah, it yeah. was of the same scene. I think it was. Yeah, so you're biting my bit. Yeah. No, I said it. You. I said it. I said you had to wait. I said you, you, said had, you had to be, be there. there. Fucking what yeah, the I'm, fuck, dude? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> First and last. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, but so then all while that's happening, Casey hides on a bus from the football team is confronted by Delilah where she's like, I haven't felt this happy since my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, that's such a weird thing to reveal about yourself. Yeah. Fucking psychopath. And it was never, I haven't felt it. I guess it means like since before her dad died, maybe she said before and I don't remember. And I, I been was that yet. supposed to. Was that supposed to like humanize her? Yeah, it like make it her homophobia <laughs> and her general bitchiness okay? Because <laughs> it's not like she doesn't stop. It's like she no. doesn't get. She doesn't like apologize for any of that. Well, we'll get to that. There is, like I said before, there's slight changes at the end, but we'll get to the end. Because <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So okay. So then. Fast forward, basically Delilah tries to convince uh, Casey. Casey escapes through the top of the bus and runs away. Uh, Casey gets back to the gym, but before he gets back to the gym, um, Stokely and Mary Beth have a little conversation where, like, it's slowly reveal. Mary Beth slowly reveals that she's the alien, and she just fucking <laughs> bitch slaps uh, Stokely with a tentacle. Arm. <laughs> no, I was, I, I'm laughing. I was laughing <laughs> when you say conversation. You did a little head thing, <laughs> like a little conversation. A little, a little conversation. <laughs> like, like, like the little. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I like that. Do that again. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah dance for me. <laughs> um but yeah so then, so then one of the coolest alien reveals ever i cool. i love the alien in this um it's a cool looking it's a cool alien, alien. Yeah. Uh, uh so the alien 
so uh, Casey gets back in. He's still being chased by the football team, but he locks the door. Um, he runs up to Stokely, sees that Mary Beth's the alien. They both run away. They run into the pool room uh, where the alien jumps into the pool, swims up, and it, Casey gets away, but in the, at the last minute, Stokely gets her fucking legs wrapped, and it's just the gnarliest fucking... Oh, yeah, smacks her fucking head oh, and just God. blood bursts out of oh, her yeah, mouth. I didn't like that. No, that was I, I can't deal with stuff like that where it's like just seeing someone get the like head hit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ooh. ooh. You ain't coming back from that. Ah, I'm shocked she was, she, she was she, she's still alive at the end. I was like, I'm, that's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the most shocking part of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, But she gets pulled into the water where it's assumed that she gets infected in that moment. Um, So then, you know, Casey gets away. They get away. uh, And she. uh, There's a scene where swimming around in the pool, the alien transitions into a naked Mary Beth. Oh, yeah. And she gets out of the pool. And she goes that turn, into that room, and so it cut to Stokely hiding in that locker room, and somebody's walking in, and you think it's Mary Beth, but it ends up being Zeke, and he's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> hello? And uh, Stokely is like, Zeke, come here, and uh, Mary Beth comes out from around the corner, and she goes, it's her, Zeke, and they're, they're basically trying to convince yeah. each other, <laughs> which, like, that's weird. That's another Delilah, Mary Beth thing from the, yeah. the drug test scene. Where it's like, why are they convincing? Why are they trying to convince Zeke in yeah. this moment? Because <laughs> yeah, no. now it doesn't matter. Yeah, like who gives a fuck? <laughs> They're both infected. They're both infected. Yeah, uh, and um, so but the, one of the funniest lines. I guess it was just to confuse him. I, Maybe I, I don't fucking know. Like also, Barry Beth was naked. <laughs> she was naked. Even like, why are you naked? Yeah, the, I wrote that out because she she's trying to convince him, and he turns around and he's like. Answer me something, Mary Beth. Why are you naked? <laughs> and then that's when it's revealed, and they, yeah. they both reveal themselves. And then Casey comes to save the day, grabs Stokely, shoves her into a lock, or like a like a yeah. locker thing. Yeah, she does like an animal. Yeah. Um, but my question: When was was Stokely infected? Yeah, I guess it happened. To I'm be. assuming in the pool, or was it? Because it. I would assume maybe a bug entered her bloodstream because she was bleeding. But the, she got slapped, right? Before? Yes, but I don't think that's what it was. Just like how she survived that. She had her head smashed when she got pulled in the pool. Yeah. It wasn't smashed. She just busted her fucking mouth on the... I know that. Had the, uh, it hurt, uh, but it wouldn't have killed her. Yeah. Um, I guess not. It's not like she was curb stomped or something. I mean, but, I mean she essentially <laughs> was, you know. Uh, then, you know, Zeke, or Casey saves Zeke. They run away, and they hide behind a thing, and he goes, uh, Zeke goes, take this. And, um, to Casey. Ca- Casey. Yeah, to Casey. And Casey was like, "Good." it's scat. He goes, he hands it to Casey, he goes, take this. Casey goes, yeah, for Mary Beth. And he goes, no. For you, he, and he, there's this line where he's like, um, <laughs> "You're out of your fucking mind." Yeah, he's like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" He's like, uh, "And so Zeke goes, um, all I know is I disappear for uh, five minutes. I come back, everybody's a fucking alien." So, uh, 
Yeah, like so either take this or I'm gonna. He says something. It's more clever than how I'm saying it, but like where he goes. Uh, so if I have to men in black you, yeah. you're gonna take this. And I love that line because what he's saying is because he has the gun. Yeah. It's a reference to the scene. In I'm assuming it is at least this is how I interpret it. I assume it's a reference to the scene where Tommy Lee Jones shoots Tony uh, Shalob's character in the pawn shop, oh, my, where he shoots monk. his head and then he like, yeah, yeah monk, where he <laughs> shoots his head and then he grows back. Yeah. yeah. When when was Men in Black? So Men in Black would have been '96 or '97. That was like a year ago. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a year yeah. ago. Um. No, that. That's a current reference for them. And we could probably skip through the end of it because we we pretty much talked about the end. But I mean, it was um, so cool. it was cool. So like he, the the conversation where she's trying to convince Casey because she throws she gets a hold of Zeke, she throws him over the lockers, he's knocked unconscious, and then she's walking through, and probably one of the coolest shots of the whole movie. She's walking through trying to convince Casey. And she's in her Mary Beth form, but her shadow is the alien. Yeah. I mean, and that that's pretty, cool as shit. Yeah. I, I feel like that'd be a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. I mean, I know it's like, it's just a step, like, you know, it's just a cool shot. Yeah. But I'd be like, imagine people like, saw it, like, at the, near the middle of the movie, and you're like, why does your shadow look like that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. But, um, it, 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 we've talked about, like, her trying to convince. It would have been so much better. This whole movie would have been better if it if was Stokely just Stokely was the main character, yeah, right? Or Casey. yeah, and like if she just stayed a lesbian, I I I would not be surprised if that was like the original plan, and then they just scrapped it. I'm gonna blame it on the wine scenes because they're pieces yeah. of shit. Yeah, because that it would have been. I think it would this movie if it, that was how it was. It would be a good movie. Yeah, like a more like a. I think so. Upfront, good movie. Yeah. And it would be a beautiful piece of like gay horror cinema. Yeah, it would have been fucking. I think it would have been great. Yeah, and I think it would have allowed. I think that little piece would have allowed the other characters to have blossomed a little more than yeah, they did. Because they kind of felt weird. Because Mary Beth and Casey barely interacted. Yeah. At, during that point, it would have been if you don't want to do the Stokely thing, even though that's better. Have Mary Beth meet Casey first. Mm-hmm. That would make so much more sense. Absolutely, and not make Delilah homophobic. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then just blame it. Oh, her dad died. Oh, her dad died. Her dad, like uh, you know, yeah, it has that had to have been there just to humanize her. Because why? So. Why else would they mention it? Exactly, because they don't mention it at any other point in the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, like the whole scene where they're. Casey's like they go to the um, stands, the bleachers. Yeah, the bleachers, and like Casey like presses the button to close them. Yeah, and he's like leading the alien. I mean, that was a cool thing. It's cool. Yeah. So I want you to know they do not close that fast. (laughs) Well, no. What happened is she. It shows for like a frame. She accidentally hits one of the rotators, and it Mm -hmm. causes them to speed up. So it causes the belt to get loose. Oh yeah, and so it. Causes them to speed up. Yeah, that's my that was my biggest fear in school. Yeah. Well, ours you had to like crank them. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like, still you could fall in them. Yeah. And what if they don't know you're there? I've dropped my phone behind them before. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the last thing, like Chris just said, the last scene is, uh, 
you know, uh, he escapes her from the locker room, and uh, Casey runs into the uh, gym behind the bleachers, gets Mary Beth in alien form stuck, and then stabs her in the eye with just one scat pin, and that kills her. Yeah, that, that was a bit anticlimactic. Yeah. Because I feel like it would do, like, a, it, I mean... She did spray him in the face with a little, like, a little, little bit of... But, like, all the aliens... Yeah, all the aliens did that, though, when they died. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, because that's what Mr. Furlong... Yeah, it's just... Because all the aliens... I just... all I, You'd think... It, it just bothers me, the whole nostril thing is so stupid. Yeah. They shouldn't have had that, because I think all the aliens, even though it's a queen, should have acted similar, like, the same... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And also have more people transform into those little guys. The little ghouls. Yeah, like maybe they <laughs> could be like mini versions of her. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like a little gremlin or like critters type thing. Yeah, because also, if everyone's infected, why are they still human when they're chasing them? Why don't they turn into monsters? Yeah. It's the budget thing, I feel like. <laughs> Yes. Uh, even though it was, I, I feel like it had a fairly decent budget. Yeah, but I mean that's I mean nineteen ninety eight. You have all those because the whole football team is chasing them. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, Casey goes to check on Zeke and and Stokely. So then, here's what we've been Man, working up to. It's horrible. So fade to black. Open up. And we see this is what's revealed. Okay. Well, let's do uh, not do it in order. Do it from least stupid to most <laughs> okay. stupid. Okay. So least stupid. Uh, the thing that's been building up the entire movie, Stokely and Stan get together. Yeah, that's that's fine. And that's fine. That's fine. Uh, then the end scene, like the final frame, is we find out that. Uh, Casey and Delilah get together. Yeah, that was surprising. That was surprising. And Delilah is a little nicer in that scene. That's why I said she changed a little bit. Yeah. She's a little nicer. I guess. But then, the stupidest fucking reveal of this entire (laughs) goddamn movie. There was no build-up to this. There was no reason, no character development that would lead you to believe that this decision was going to be made. Yeah. We pan over to the football field. And in an in a reference to earlier in the movie where uh, the slow motion reveal of Stan and Usher, yeah. it is now a slow motion reveal of Usher and fucking Zeke. <laughs> yeah, was- Zeke is the new quarterback of the football <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, and it's so after expressing like, no desire want. to play football. If anything, he should not be playing football. He should focus on his academics. Yes, and there's no reason, like, nothing, because the whole thing is, like, you should apply yourself. Doesn't mean you have to play football. Doesn't mean you have to play football. It means graduate fucking high school, dog. Yeah, because he's going to play what? If this is, like, the middle, let's say it's the middle of the year. I looked it up. It takes place. It's funny. IMDb says it takes place between September and October, which is crazy, because it only takes place over two days. Yeah, maybe it's, so I'm assuming maybe it's, it's like the, September 30th to October 1st. Oh, no, maybe he meant like the time jump. Oh, maybe. maybe. Okay, uh, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, but yeah well, October. Well, wait, when does school end? It's like. Well, football June. is only a. It's a fall and winter season. 
Really? Yeah. It oh, doesn't go it all year. Oh, I thought it did. It's like the NFL. It's it goes along uh, on the same yeah. amount of time. But I mean, like you're still on. Cause I know, like football players, they still practice during the. That's what I remember seeing. Because like when school would first, well, like near the yeah, like they practice still. They yeah. meet up. I mean, I was ever on the football team. Yeah, because <laughs> um, there was a social hierarchy <laughs> in in high school that you may not know about that this movie cleverly like implements is that <laughs> if you're the cap if you're the captain of the football team you have to you date have to date you have to date either the head cheerleader uh the student council president or both or both <laughs> as one person <laughs> and also that's weird too like in my high school we went to the same high school yeah we did yeah two uh, years apart yeah uh but um it, the student council people weren't like they were like kind Every cause we had multiple student council people, and I'm not saying this is the same for all high schools. And I'm, I'm not trying to diss them. I'm, I'm saying like they weren't like important. I, I mean, they were like, they were they were like middle of the road. Like they were kind of pop. They were just in doing their own thing. Like I, it was usually like the sports people, people who play sports, or like, or you know, people like Zeke were yeah, the most popular. Um. Okay, so I, I two things. I want I want to say what what I actually wrote. I said why the fuck is Zeke on the football team? That makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. Casey and Delilah getting together is somehow less weird, which is exactly what yeah. you said. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, at least they hint at it. Yeah, there's like a tiny bit of a reference. I mean, it's still stupid, but I mean, at least they hint at it. Uh, but the whole thing, you know, would have been nice to see what. Him being nice to uh, what Mrs. Burke is that her name? Yeah, there is a little. He waves at her because she's. Oh, in that the made, that made the it seem like they were the dating. It did. That was weird. That was no. Weird. It, it would have been nice to like have him. It shows him in the classroom. Like she asks a question and he answers, and like you know they have like a little like smile, like smile yeah. between. And then he leaves, and he leaves an apple on her desk. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> that would be that'd sweet. Be sweet. And then it has like uh, the the scat. The scat, yeah, yeah, there's a scat instead of a stem. Yeah, that he deals to her now. Um, so I'm gonna read off some facts before we do do the wrap up thing where we rate it. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna read like uh, was I was gonna say flash style, but uh, flash style. What is it? Uh, 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 who cares? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just gonna read these off one after the other. Um, these are all facts off of IMDb. So it was originally titled The Feelers. That's a stupid name. Um, a lot of the filming was done at the high school in Lockhart, Texas. The football team was used. The football team of the high school was used, and the city was told to show up for the football game uh, in the climax of the film, and were given fake T-shirts to wear in the stands. That's cool. Um, and I referenced it. I said this before, but the drug test scene is an homage to the blood test scene in the thing. Uh, it's the film debut of Usher and Jordana Brewster. Uh. Gillian Anderson uh, turned down the role of Principal Drake. Why? No idea. Wow. But I think that would have been a cool casting. Wait, who was it? Gillian Anderson. Who's it? Uh, she plays in uh, in X Files. She plays. Uh, oh yeah. Fucking God! Why am I forgetting her name all of a sudden? 
Uh, th- th- that's what this podcast is going to be. You're going to tell me like somewhat Scully. detective Scully. Yeah, you're gonna, you're going to tell me somewhat popular actors or actresses, and I'm going to be like, who's that? Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, Jessica Alba auditioned for the role of Delilah Prophet. Oh, that would that, would that have been better? That would have been a lot better. I think so too. Because she's like, um, I mean. She's not like a strong actress, <laughs> but she's no. like she's likable. Exactly, and that's the thing. I think it would have been a lot more likable. But it, would, it wouldn't have really worked because like Delilah, like she's supposed. The thing that was I feel like what's supposed to happen was she was gonna be bitchy, and then she was gonna get like her arc where she like atones for her behavior so somewhat. F- yeah, like I mean, she could be like. I, I think it's the homophobia is the problem yeah, for me. Like, same. But I think she, I think, well, because, like, during during the scene where she, and this is calling back to the whole, like, painfully, like, cringy, self-aware thing. Um, she calls, before they go into the teacher's lounge, she calls Casey, uh, or he goes, why do you rag on me so much? And she goes, it's just who you are, uh, Casey. You're the geeky Stephen King kid. It's like, yeah. dude. That's so stupid. So her her whole arc is dating the geek. Yeah, and which like, is cliche. No, she's as fuck. But that well, she does have kind of an arc because she's all about status and status uh, yeah. and like how things are supposed to go. And then she just does the opposite. That's fair. But I mean, it doesn't make up for like. Th- does she actually? She grows out of her stereotype, but does she actually grow as a character? Yeah. I don't think so. No, no, she does. <laughs> I already read the thing about the script. Um, at around three minutes, this is as they're leaving, as Principal Drake and the teachers are leaving in the scene where uh, they talk about financials. Um, at one point, the principal suggests saving money by reusing the set from Our Town. Uh, the joke in this is that Thornton Wilder's Our Town has no set. <laughs> um, I like that. Yeah, that's great. Several scenes involving an additional character named Venus, played by Kadada Jones, I hope I'm saying that right, Kadada, were shown in TV previews for the film, as well as Tommy Hilfiger commercials, but cut from the film, uh, but were cut from the film. She is also visible in a scene in the theatrical version, standing next to Gabe in Mr. Furlong's science class when they are looking at the new species in the aquarium. Um, but she was in the movie, but she's not. They, yeah, but she got cut out. She was essentially like... She was as much a part of the movie as Usher, Usher was. <laughs> oh, uh. um, Elijah Wood, Clea Duvall, Jordana Brewster, and Sean Hattesey appear in the music video for Another Brick in the Wall Part 2, performed by the Class of 99, which is the song that plays w- during the football game where oh. Usher's infecting everybody. Uh, I keep saying Usher, but it's, uh, they're all infecting everybody. <laughs> um, which is featured in the film's soundtrack. In keeping with her character, Stokely, Clea Duvall does not lip-sync the lyrics with her car- uh, co-stars. Um, Principal Drake gets her name from the Drake equation, which is used to estimate how much intelligent life there is in the universe. I like that. Uh, and this is this next one is talking about the Tommy Hilfiger thing I mentioned earlier. In exchange for pro, it's so low. I didn't even pay attention to that. Um, in exchange for product placement in the film, uh, in this film, Tommy Hilfiger's clothier flash. This is so worded weird. <laughs> Uh, the teens from the movie's cast appeared together in a TV commercial for Tommy Hilfiger and print ad campaigns for Tommy Jeans throughout 1998. Were they wearing Tommy Jeans? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. 
I mean, that's cool. They were in like Tommy Hilfiger type clothes. They did like a lot of shit for this movie. Maybe for it to be mid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really did. They were in the music video. They were in a fucking... Uh, uh, <laughs> they, had, they were forced to wear Tommy jeans. <laughs> no, I, I don't uh, this movie borrows liberally from both Invasion of the Body Snatchers and The Thing. The whole imposter in the human body concept is Body Snatchers. The scene where the science teacher, John Stewart's fingers, gets chopped off and are crawling away is lifted directly from The Thing. The test tube sniffing scene is also a funny... Re- it's not test tubes, but whatever. Fuck you, IMDb. <laughs> uh, the score is composed by Marco Beltrami, who had previously scored the teen slasher film Scream, as well as Mimic. Hey. Uh, John Stewart plays Professor, Professor Edward Furlong in this movie. Uh, Real-life actor Edward Furlong played John Connor in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, chased by T-1000, so I was right. T-1000 Terminator played by Robert Patrick, who is also Coach Willis. Yes. Um, Principal Drake seems very obvious to know that Stan and Stokely are looking for her at the game and leaves to confront them on her own. Mary Beth knew that's who they were looking for and programmed Drake to come out to come and play the Red Herring. Oh, that's a fun. Yeah. So that, we did say that. Oh, right. yeah. Man, that's the, it's not a fact. No, <laughs> that's an not. assumption. Yeah. Um, Josh Hartnett's second this is Josh Hartnett's second feature film after Halloween H2O Daniel Von Bargen and Josh Hartnett both play a character named John Tate I said that earlier um, let's see Zeke is the only character in the movie that doesn't get infected oh yeah Casey does ten, ten, no Casey he just had the shit on him. He didn't get infected. No, he didn't get fully infected. Like, he was still himself. Um, and if you look at the character... and this is Oh, not- and also, that's going on... So, th- the parents were affected. Yeah, if- I guess so. so. Yeah. Um, and then this is... This is also something that I brought up, which... Now it sounds like I got every fucking thing I said from IMDb. <laughs> this is pissing me off. Uh, but if you look at the characters of the cast in relation to the Breakfast Club, you will note that there is a princess, a jock, or a princess Delilah, a jock Stan, a brain Casey, which well, no, <laughs> an outcast Stokely, and a criminal Zeke stereotype. Uh, um, Casey's not the brain. Would it would have been cool if Zeke and Casey were working together on Zeke was just this. Uh, no, Casey was the supplier. Yeah. It's like Breaking cool. Bad. <laughs> or like Casey was the one that made it. And then Zeke, Zeke was, was the... the yeah. yeah. Alright, fellers. So this brings us to the last part of this uh, podcast where we give this thing a, a, a good old grade. Dude, we're at two hours and 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Just like across... Is that a spoiler? Spider-Man. Alright, guys. So the way this works, um, we're going to rate this based on three categories. Um, yes. so, and no point fives that were just whole numbers. <laughs> I hate point fives. So we're doing, uh, one out of 10 scats. <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the thing from the movie. And the cat, yeah. And the categories are enjoyability, yeah. rewatchability, and recommendability, yeah. which I'm pretty sure most of those words, if not all of them are not real. Yeah, Bobby, like, they... It's they all mean different things. Yeah. Like, like, cause just because you enjoy a movie does not mean you want to watch it again. Or that you want to recommend it to anybody. Yeah, so. Um, so let's start with enjoyability. Yeah. What would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 scats? Uh, 
And I, 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 I'm gonna do the average of both of ours, and that's gonna be the grade we give the film. Yeah, because I mean, like, like I said, like at the beginning, is it's not. It was a perfect movie to start with because it's literally mid. Yeah. I, I, I would give it. I guess I'll do f- five scats because because it's it's enjoyable, but there no six. Okay. Because I think that's what I'm thinking too. Because its problems are entertaining too. Yeah. Because like and they're fun. Because like, I mean, none of the problems the film has are frustrating. Like that. That's when I have a problem with problems in the movie is when they're frustrating and like it makes the film feel unsatisfying but i feel like the problems and us talking about them adds to it yeah adds to the enjoyability so i'll give it a six i think i'll give it a six as well for pretty much the same reason yeah uh rewatchability i'm gonna give it an eight just because Uh, i think the amount of times i have rewatched it i like it more every time and so i think that also leads into the fact that my enjoyability is probably gonna go up yeah um it's just dumb fun, is it, what it, it is, is and I think fun. that's why it's easy to rewatch. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go lower because it is rewatch. Like it's not like for an hour, it's almost two hours. It does not feel two hours, but I do think like when you watch it once, you get you you have it. Like you have everything the movie has to offer. Yeah, I I'm agree. I'm gonna do five. Okay, because like if it was if I was like. If it was on, I would watch it and probably have fun. But I'm never going to go like, hey, I'm going to watch The Faculty again today. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Now, recommendability. How how likely would you be to recommend this to our audience? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which our audience should have already watched it before. Yeah. You naughty devil. <laughs> yeah, I would do it. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. Say that again. <laughs> naughty devil. I give it like a seven. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say just watch it once. Yeah. And okay. hell, like our discussion, I feel like you got most of what the movie was. Yeah. And plus the benefit of like talking about the issues the film has, but yeah, like watch it once. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you can, I'm not like telling you what to do. I'm saying you watch it once, you have everything you need. Yeah. I think I'm gonna as far as recommendability, I'm I'm gonna go eight. Yeah. Um, just because, why not? Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. So, if I can remember basic algebra. Um. One plus one is, is two. So, so for your score, we do six plus five (laughs) plus seven and divide that by three. Which. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Which gives us thirteen. Which what does that mean? <laughs> what does wait, that mean in the in the grand? Scale? No, you have to you had you add. Okay, so wait. 30, <laughs> How do you do the average? No, no. What you do is you <laughs> the maximum amount is thirty because ten for each one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's you oh. add those. <laughs> You're like, huh? So you add what now? So so you have thirty. <laughs> you add those three numbers. Okay, six plus five plus seven. How much is that? 18. So divided by 30. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. No, no, don't worry about it. That means your rating is a 1.6. Well, I think, I think we're I both think stupid. We, I think we're both stupid. I think we just... No, because like my rating is 18 out of 30. Wait, okay, you, yeah, we'll just do it like that. We'll do it like no, that. No, wait, wait. Did you do 
18. I did 30 divided by 18. No, you do 18 <laughs> divided by 30. God, I think we if it's Because if we're doing a percentage, no, they need to know how stupid oh, we are. Uh, 6 out of 10 for you. Yeah, so it's a sixty percent. Yeah. Okay. Oh, poor. No, no. I mean, I was, I was, I was convinced. Like, yeah, that's guys. What it is. It's fucking three o'clock in the morning. I'm blaming it on that. Yeah, no, so you're, you're, six plus eight plus eight. Remind me how to do this. <laughs> twenty-two. So twenty-two divided by thirty. Divided I, I by don't. 22. How did you? Because you had to clear it and type the thirty. You could have just done. Oh my buddy. So mine's. Sweet. If you round it, it's seven out of ten. So, yeah, yours is 6 out of 10, I'm 7 out of 10. Yeah. So, okay, that's ac- accurate for yeah. you. Uh, so, 6 scats for Chris, 7 <laughs> scats for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> tweaking, man. So, I, I, they do have a, you know, like in movies or something, they'll, they'll have like food or something that you like. You, I really want to try, like a Krabby Patty. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to try it. I want to try scat. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a, it's, it's almost like a pixie stick. He, they, they were laughing and enjoying life. Yeah. There's the benefit. <laughs> scat is more beneficial than being an alien. All this shit yeah. about like talking about like, yeah. oh, it'll make you feel amazing. Yeah, scat. they should have had a double, a human double agent. Mm-hmm. The queen could have been a, that wouldn't that have been cool? I don't. I, I'm not even following. No, like, like if thought. the queen, they had a human become a queen, so she didn't have the limitations of an alien. They're they're not a strong uh, species. That's why they have to take over from humans. It's a human double agent. Just end the podcast. <laughs> I know. I was about to. I was gonna let it be silent, and I was gonna go. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm following you now. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, well, everyone, yeah. it's been fun, but the fire's getting real low. So I guess it's time to say goodnight. Until next time, I'm Dalton. I'm Chris. And this has been the Midnight Film Forum. Bye. Bye. Have a good time. <laughs>